so uh, we have Nick, who um, is Lord Cormac, and I forgot to put Lord Cormac under his uh, D&D name. Shame on me. Uh, they are playing a... Well, go ahead and introduce your character. Uh, today I will be playing uh, Lance Stormchild, who is a human hexblade warrior. Uh, and then uh, we have Julian Faust, which is uh, played by Theracles. Uh, go ahead and wave and introduce your character. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm playing Julian Faust, a uh, uh, third level ranger, but has more of like a background, also some like more skills, uh, more like a rogue does. But And then we have Lawrence. And I don't have your last name up. I'm sorry. Go ahead and introduce yourself, being played by the grumpiest of guthes. I'm playing Lawrence Vinther, who is a human druid from the Circle of Wildfire. Perfect. So those are our characters. Uh, a little bit of background about this campaign for the start. It is set in Shattered Kingdoms. Uh, it's a LARP setting that I have created for... Uh, a LARP called Amped Guard. We do a yearly campout, and since we weren't able to do the campout last year, we're going to be doing some D&D in this setting. But it takes place 2,500 years or so before uh, the the LARP setting. So it's we're delving into the past of the Shadow Kingdoms. It's uh, 458 um, after the uprising, if you get into the, the lore of the, the timeline and stuff like that. So the Marconian Empire, which is where all these characters come from, is like a very big empire, and they consider themselves like the seat of civilization at this current time. They have a vast empire, and they uh, incorporate other kingdoms by taking them over diplomatically uh, or culturally or sometimes militarily, often militarily, honestly. And so these adventurers are being tasked with going to this unexplored area, exploring it for the Empire, and they're working for the military. And so they're trying to basically gather intel and tell the military there if there's a di diplomatic situation, the lay of the land, uh, and everything they can gather, basically. And they report back to the military in six months. They have a person called Wilkins who will be joining them. Uh, he is from the military. But the thing is that they are not supposed to tell anyone that they're from the Marconian Empire and they're moving to this new area. They have sent some people ahead to buy a tavern in that they can use as their base. And so we're going to start where they've just finished a one to two month uh, journey to this new location. So it's been... They all met up about a month ago in the northern or major northern city of the Marconian Empire, and so they've been traveling together for about a month. And we're going to start where they uh, find Eremos. As you cross the hill, you get your first sight of Eremos. In its heyday, it would have rivaled any of the Marconian Empire's major cities. It looked like it used to be a massive port. Where there used to be a bay, there is now a massive amount of spiky, hilly islands surrounded by swamp water. As you follow the road, you encounter the bridge into the city. It is, massive, it is massive, spanning what looks like it used to be a large river. Now all that remains is a slow-moving creek and some swamp land. 
Uh, the bridge is twice as wide as the road you're on, indicating that the road used to be more heavily traveled. You take the road around the city, which merges into a much larger and heavily used road that goes into the main gate of the city. So you're, I guess I should have mentioned to the viewers that are not aware of this, this is kind of a post-apocalyptic setting. The world was completely destroyed by a god about 500 years ago, and so like the land mass changed, so like here there is no longer a bay, there used to be a bay, but now there's a bunch of like islands that have been popped up from the earth shaking and stuff like that post-apocalyptic stuff like ruins and stuff like that are just everywhere as you ride through the ruins you notice some people living as you get closer to the inner city outside the city wall there is a large grassy area many of the buildings look inhabited but are very run down uh the people are basically just living in the ruins um the massive city gate is open and the ancient walls of the inner city look like they have been recently repaired you um unless you stop to talk to the guards uh you're you're just waved through with no problem so um yes yes carry on soldiers effectively yeah and uh Vargas, who is the person who met you about a week ago in your travels uh he is escorting you to the brass cup the Vargas escorts you through the main road uh, along the road of various shops, the buildings look ancient, but mostly in good repair. Uh, there seems to be an inordinate amount of chickens. Um, Julian, uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Perception, let's go. Alright. Uh... Tell us how many chickens you 19. see. Got 19. Alright, yeah. so there are some stalls, and it's uh, kind of the afternoon, uh, or the late morning lull, so there aren't too many people out, but you notice there's a bunch of, like, children's amongst the people that are there, and you just happen to see one swipe a coin purse. And do you do anything? Hmm. As you're riding through? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go follow that kid for, for a second. I'm not gonna stop it, but I wanna go see what he's doing. Alright. So you don't have to really get off your horse or follow him too much because he just kind of goes through an alleyway that's nearby and you see him talk to an older kid, probably in his uh, mid to late teens, kind of scraggly looking, and he hands him the coin purse. The guy reaches in, pulls out some money, gives a little bit to the kid, and then the guy disappears back into the alleyway. Okay. So... Uh... Uh, you can surmise what's going on there if you'd like, um, but you may have found someone to talk to uh, about criminal activities. For sure. And, and I saw the the person he handed the, the purse to. He did. Uh, so you're able to know where it is in the city, and you'll probably be able to recognize the person if you see them again. Unless, sure. unless like, months later or something like that. Then, right. then there will be a roll. Okay, sounds good, yeah. I, I just take like a mental note, and I'm like, all right, as soon as I get done with my business at the cup, I'm going to probably come back this way. Okay. Let's see, eventually you get to the Noble District. It is gated and has guards stationed, but the gate is open, and they also pay you little mind as you ride through. Despite it being cold... Sorry, I'm moving my window again. Despite it being called the Noble District, what you see is a street full of noble houses which have been turned into inns and taverns. You find your new home, the Brass Cup, near the entrance, but 
a row behind the main strip. So you're off to the side. Uh, you, <clears throat> Despite the off-beaten track, the building is still impressive. You see two, a two-winged mansion with a central hall. There is currently scaffolding covering up the walls, but it looks like it was in disrepair, but is um, mostly finished now. It's a house fit for a lord. Yep. <clears throat> so Vargas takes you to the side of the main hall where the stables are. Uh, he gets off a... Oh, sorry, my descriptions are somewhere else. Uh, he introduces you to Barry Vong, the stable hand. Uh, he is a grubby, older-looking boy uh, with dark brown hair. Uh, Vargas disappears into a side entrance, and you are there with your wagon, horses, and you are basically settling into your new home. So He leaves you there, and he says he'll be right back. The stable hand, uh, Barry, just kind of nods at you and lets you talk to him. And just goes about his business, taking your horses as you get down, and uh, basically storing the tack and doing his job. The fixer upper guys, but uh, I think we've got a little bit, a little bit of work ahead of us. <laughs> well, I'm sure the rest of you can handle it. If Barry has a moment, I get his attention. Um, he stops taking a saddle off and looks over at you as you get his attention. Hey, so as we were coming into town, I noticed that it looked like there had been a recent attack on the city. Some of the walls had been damaged. Uh, do you know what's been going on? Nah, more than a recent attack. They're just finally getting to rebuilding the walls. They're left over from God knows when. They're here when everyone moved in. There's been some tension up north, so... And they finally got the money to repair the wall. But I think it's just a scare tactic. I don't think the North people in the North are all that scary. Who's up in the North? Uh, the, the Vararian Kingdom. They were one of our biggest trade partners, but they're very secretive. Hmm. You don't, yeah. You don't suppose that they're. You don't suppose that they might be up to something no good. After all, you are. It does appear that you are strength, trying to thin your city's defenses. Well, I wouldn't know anything about all that, sir. I'm just a stable hand, but I don't know if they're really a problem or not. They, yeah. the, the leaders say they are, but they're just merchants. So who knows? Well, you have nothing to fear now that myself and my companions are here. I'm a decorated war veteran, don't you know? He kind of passively looks at you. That's... That's very comforting. I, I start pointing at the various badges and medals of honor that I have adorned all over all over <laughs> my chest and I'm just saying like it's like I won this one at the battle of this like I, I just kind of start rambling about all my feats and exploits just kind of bragging and about it well he uh pays attention to what you're saying and he even looks a little interested a little impressed uh compared to what uh he said when you or what he looked like when you initially said that you're a war hero. 
now that you've explained it to him. Yes. So, so no, so no need. I've left plenty of room for more badges. Should any more hit, should any danger come your way. <laughs> As you're in the middle of talking with him, uh, Vargas, Vargas, sorry, comes back out uh, with a bunch of people. Uh, he's like, so these are your clerks. He introduced, uh, he points to himself, I'm one of your clerks. Meneas Keepton, he points to a mid-twenties uh, human with uh, light brown hair. He bows. Um, then coming out from behind him is uh, someone that's uh, mid, late, uh, probably in his 30s or 40s. <clears throat> uh, he's dressed nicer than the other people, and he just comes out and bows and says, I am Marcade Guilford. I am your majordomo. I am the person in charge of running your business when you're away. And I, he looks at Vargas, nods, and Vargas goes away. Uh, and he says, I will um, show you around your new home as this, <clears throat> the stable hand takes care of the cart and puts everything away. Oh, thank you, sir. He nods. Um, if you follow me, uh, he, pull, he takes you to the front. There is a side entrance, but I wanted you to go through the front just so you could see the the building. We have uh, been working on it for a couple months. Uh, it's a stable place, but we spent some money to spruce it up because we want to actually uh, turn a profit, don't we? Um, so the guild, he kind of leans in a little bit so no one else can hear. Uh, the Adventurers Guild uh, uh, fit the bill for this. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, and it's a pretty nice big oak door. Um, and he opens it and walks in. And what must have been an antechamber has been opened up to the Great Hall. And there is a Great Hall that goes forward. So it's long. And then there's two sides to it. Um, there's tables and fireplace on each side. Uh, it's pretty barren right now, but you do see a half uh, half orc sitting off in the darkness corner drinking something. Uh, he seems to be just minding his own business. Um, further down at the other end, you see the bar. Uh, there is a dwarf behind it, and... Uh, it's actually pretty dark in here. It's not very well lit, but um, it is newly renovated. And so the major domo kind of just walks in and just like lets you look around for a minute and just kind of let you take it in. He then grumbles, I want it to be lighter in here. The barkeep had other plans. He grumbles something about being stubborn. Um... Yeah. What does the barkeep have against uh, having a well-lit entertainment area? Uh, he was the previous owner, and he said if I was, if he is going to keep working here, he's going to run the bar his way, and he wants to keep it like it was. He barely let me renovate the inside. At least it looks nice, if not dungeon or dark. He says his customers like it that way. 
And I didn't want to bother finding a new bartender, so... Like, what? Hmm. And speaking of which, uh... What kind of client... Sorry. No. What kind of clientele would prefer it so dark and dreary? I, I don't know. <laughs> he says he has customers, but I hardly ever see anyone in. Hopefully you'll be able to change that. With your fame and fortune that will be awaiting you. He doesn't seem very excited about the idea. Well, he... Yeah, well, I'm sure he'll come around. In the meantime, I guess I'll make sure to bring my own candles. If I, uh, <laughs> if I say, choose to dine and relax in here. Uh, there are private chambers as well, which we'll get to in just a moment. Uh, private dining room, even, in your wing. Um... But yeah, I'm sure the bartender will not bother you if you bring out candles. You are the owners, after all. Speaking of which, let me introduce you to him. Uh, he walks forward. The bartender did not come out to greet you. He looks grumpy. He is a dark red-haired dwarf. Uh, he's able to stand above the counter slightly, so the counter is kind of low. <clears throat> but he wants to be, able, or but he's able to see out. As uh, Marquis takes you over there, he just kind of waves and said, This is Brevin Dolanite. Um, he's the bartender for the Brass Cup. You said Brevin Dolanite? Yeah, B-R-E-V-I-N. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I am Lance Stormshield, and these are my companions. He's a... Uh, Picks up a cup, kind of ignoring you for a second. Starts wiping it down. He looks up at you. Very nice to meet you. Welcome to the Brass Club. Oh. oh, please. The pleasure is all mine. Quite a lively establishment you have here. Very, um... Uh, what's the word? Uh, quaint? Rustic? Uh, very... Very nice place you have here. He raises an eyebrow. Yes, it's very nice. Exactly how I like it, he says very forcefully. And uh, you were the previous owner, correct, sir? I was. Uh, my family owned this place for a couple generations. Several, in fact. Definitely something to be very proud of, and I imagine that's the main reason you're sticking around, right? That, plus the handsome uh, wage that I was promised. He looks over at Marcade and glares. Then looks back at you. Well, we're very glad that you decided to stay with us. I'm sure your expertise, you know, uh, would be invaluable. And I definitely can see that you have a sense of, you know, pride and purpose amongst us. And we're very glad that you decided to stay with us. He almost smiles and just kind of grunts in acknowledgement. He <laughs> nods a little. I'm sure uh, we've got some things to take care of, but I'll be back to speak with you, sir. Uh, and make sure that, you know, everything's accommodated and we can come to a good agreement on things. Very good. He says that more gruffly. Very good. <clears throat> Not lackadaisically. Sorry. Okay. That was me. <laughs> Marcade, the major domo, just kind of 
high he almost rolled his eyes, but he didn't. He says, Well, let's let's go into the kitchen. Uh he goes behind the counter, uh goes into the kitchen. Uh there seems to be food cooking. Uh there is a middle aged woman uh stirring a pot um uh, over a fire. Uh, there seems to be a bread oven in here, so that's fancy. And you smell fresh bread. Uh, the woman looks back as you enter, and Marcade points over. This is Portia Bottom. She's been a cook here for a very long time, so we just go ahead and hired her on. She smiles back at you. Good evening. Marcade, who are these people? You're like, uh, these are the owners that we told you about. They're your new bosses. He's like, oh, well, well, welcome. Hello, I'm, I'm, as he said, Portia. Hey, uh, a pleasure to meet you. I, perhaps you've heard of me. I am Lance Stormshield, decorated war veteran, and these are my companions. Uh, he proceeds to start pointing out all of his badges again and bragging about his many achievements and exploits. She, as you start talking, she kind of cocked her head to the side and is kind of like paying attention to you and just kind of nodding inappropriately. She seems to be generally interested in what you're talking about. And then you go on for a while and, uh, the, or Marquette just kind of like, <clears throat> and, uh, this is Julian, <laughs> so he's kind of interrupted you after you've gone on for quite a while, but just kind of moving that along. Wonderful to meet you, madam. This bread smells divine. I look forward to uh, these wonderful things that you're making. Well, it's almost lunchtime, so I'm sure you'll have some soon. We have stew today, beef stew. That is, that is lunch. And then uh, Marcade points over to uh, Lawrence. This is Lawrence. It's a pleasure, ma'am. Yeah, nice to meet you, Lawrence. It's like she kind of says, "Oh," and she turns around. I I have to get back to cooking. She's like grumbles something about. I hope I didn't burn it. And then she goes back to stirring. But then Marcade says, all right, so I guess I'll show you to the cellar. Um, he goes back out of the kitchen, uh, walks in front of the bar because he almost walked behind the bar, but then Beverin like glared at him and then he stepped back from the bar and walked in front of it to the other door on the other side of the bar. Uh, yeah, this is the cellar. It's down this way. Uh, it's been recently renovated too. It was not in good repair. And so he takes you down there, and it's pretty nice. It actually lit. There is a there is a torch going. Um, it seems to not produce any um, smoke. Um, and there's actually a bunch of barrels. You actually see um, more than just um, ale, but also some bourbon caskets and stuff like that. Actually. Gonna roll a die here. First die cam roll. Oh yeah. And it went the other way, so I don't know if people saw it. Um, 
Go ahead and roll a uh, dexterity save, um, Julian. Me? Oh, right now. Let's go. Uh, dexterity save. I'm going to roll it with my plus five. I got a natural 20, 25. Nice. All right. So as you're walking around, just kind of like, yay, it's a cellar. This is a nice cellar, but whatever. Uh, you kind of walk near a wall. You find yourself falling. You hear a bunch of rocks crumble, and you just start tumbling down a dirt hole, it looks like. And there's a bunch of dust. You hear a squeak as you land. You hear some glass shattering. Um, you take no damage, but you did fall quite a ways. It was a big tumble, but it wasn't straight down. It was more like an, at an angle. Um, you, brush, you stand up, you brush off the dirt, and you notice... Off in the distance, that uh, down a hallway that is dimly lit, you see a uh, creature that looks like a goblin running away from you. Are you all right? The other, uh, the, everyone else sees um, Julian basically uh, crumble, fall down a shaft. So, where whatever they did, they must have hit something, and the wall is kind of partially gone. And uh, yeah. The party is split. Can we see him at the bottom? Uh, no. You just kind of see a hole going down at an angle. I look down there and shout, uh, okay. Master Faust, are you alright? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm fine, but there seems to be something down here. I'm in pursuit. Halt! And then I kind of chase after the goblin. <laughs> All right, so uh, go ahead and roll. Everyone that wants to participate, go ahead and roll initiative. I got a six on mine. I got right. a 21. My initiative will, uh, that'll be a total of 18. Lawrence, is your initiative now? What can I see down the hole? Um, you see some, like, part of where there is the wall... Then a uh, older wall that has crumbled, and it just kind of looks like it might have been an air shaft or something. You're not you're not really sure, but it's just a dirt shaft that goes down. Uh, there's maybe some like roots or something like that dingling. Um, you see that there's probably a light down there coming from the area, but it's at an angle, so you can't see directly to where um, Yulian fell. Can I see the floor of the shaft? Like, can I tell how far, if it's safe to jump down? Oh, yeah, it's at an angle, so you could just kind of, like, crawl down or scoot down or whatever. You just don't see okay. the end. I'm going to go down, and then once I hit the bottom, I'm going to cast Produce Flame as a cantrip, and then hold on to it to use as a torch. All right, uh, you're able to, it's about 15 feet, so one movement to get down there. Um, it was a half movement, basically, because you're crawling, shuffling. Uh, so you go about 15 feet, get down there, you cast your spell, and you also see that there is a goblin-like creature running down a hallway in a dimly lit area. Um, and it is Lance's turn. Okay, um, so is it, is, so you say that it's a thing that 
in order to get down quickly after like fall or something. Yeah. It's just like shaft, you can't really walk, it's just kind of like fits a person. Okay. Uh, Alright, well, I'm going to head, uh, I'm going to head on down as well. Uh, basically, like, I'll save you! Alright, so you also crawl down there and you, uh, scoot, um, around, uh, Lawrence, who just cast a spell, and you also see a goblin running down the hallway. He's probably about 40 feet. Uh, you still have an action. Um, I draw my sh I draw my sword. I I say halt, foul creature, and I run after it. All right, uh, you get about ten feet from it. Uh, let's see. Now it's the the goblin like creature. Uh, you notice that he is most certainly a goblin variant. Uh, he has like bigger ears and a little less uh, wrinkles. I guess. Um, but definitely not the, the normal type of goblin that you've seen from where you're from. But he's booking it. Uh, he has, like, you notice he has wearing flasks on him and kind of like a bandolier. Um, but he's he's running full full sprint. So he moves uh, down the hallway and goes to the left. Uh, Yulian? Okay, um... That was a goblin's turn. Okay. Uh, how... About how far did he make it? Because he was 30 or 40 feet before, right? Yeah, and went down the tunnel, which was another... Uh, 40 feet. So it's about an 80 foot... Or 80 foot wide... Or 80 foot long, uh... Hallway. Um, it does have torches, but it, like I said, it was definitely lit. Okay, so just lit. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, I'm going to, like, pull out my two hand axes, and, like, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast my spell Zephyr Strike, and, uh, it gives me advantage, uh, on my next attack. Uh, it deals an extra d8. Uh, on a hit, and it also increases my movement speed by 30. And also with my Dread Ambusher ability, my first turn of combat, I have an additional 10 movement speed. Oh, so nice. I can move 70 feet on this turn. And uh, so I'm going to move up to that, and then I'm going to throw my uh, first hand axe at it. A total of 16. 16, yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. And with the additional damage, it's 12. It hits him squarely in the back. Um, there's a giant gash on him, and he stumbles and falls down. But he doesn't seem to be dead. Perfect, then I will not throw my second hand axe. To be clear, he's not unconscious either. He just fell down when you hit him with the axe because you took so much damage and force. So he still, like, has hit points. Okay. I, mean, I like, might not describe that very well. Sorry. I don't know if we want to kill him or not. Like... No, yeah, that's up to you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if the next one hits, it would probably knock him unconscious or kill him. Can I do non-lethal if I throw my hand axe at him? Is that an option? Or uh, The rules say yes. You can 
beat someone in no wait that's only melee you can't do it with range yeah that's what i was learning is like if i throw it i'm probably gonna kill him i'd much rather just catch up to him and then like yeah. knock him unconscious with a fist or something okay but so yeah, you're gonna hold off on that attack and yeah yeah i'm good good for this round okay uh lance okay so so he's like down yeah he he like fell down he has a. Okay, you so, have to move to him first. You don't see him. He, he turned the corner, so you have to move your action. So you went. 30. Okay, so I do, I do my move action like still in pursuits. Yeah. Um. You get to the corner. That's about where your move action is. Move like maybe five more feet, and he's about forty feet away, but on the ground. After your first move action. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, my movement speed is only 30, so I'm going to cast Expeditious Retreats, which uh, is, uh, allows me to move at an incredible pace when you cast a spell, and then as a bonus action on each of your turns, you can take the dash action. So I'm going to cast that just so I can catch up to him. Okay, does that automatically give you your bonus action before the end of the turn so you could move again? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so... With your bonus action, you catch up to him? Well, 10 feet away from him. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like I, so yeah, like basically I move my full 30 and then as a bonus action, I uh, take the dash action. I'm going to move up 30 feet as far as I can. When I see that the goblin's down, I'm going to look oh, around. You, you don't move far enough to go appear on the corner. With only thirty feet, it was like um, a eighty foot. The whole way is like eighty feet, and they move like sixty to the corner. Then I'm gonna double move. Okay, we get to the then, corner. Yeah, and then that's my turn. I'm just looking around to see what else is here. Like if there's anybody else with the goblin. Um, there is not. This is just uh, another hallway. Um. He's running into, he stands up, he runs into a room, and he you can't see him because he's in the room. Alright, but am, am I caught up to him? You're pretty close. Okay, but not, You're not 40... close enough to, like, grab him? No, uh, after his, you were 10 feet away from him, and then he stood up, and he moved... Um, in game terms, it would be 30 feet, but you can't see him because he went into a room. So uh, he didn't get a full movement action or anything, or full run action. How, how does dash work again? How does dash work? Yeah, dash. Like, if I'm dashing, it doesn't that double my movement? Actually, you're probably right, so you probably were off at him. He would move okay. 60, so he would have been 20 feet away. Because I moved 70, and I was still 10 feet away from him. Right. I believe is how the numbers are working in my head, at least. Unless your movement speed is higher than 30, which I don't know. It's 40, isn't it? No, I might. My movement speed is 30, so with dash, it would be 60, I guess. Alright, so you did one move, so that's a total of 120 feet. Yeah, you would be at it. Okay, so, yeah, I want to I wanna just feet. grab him. Like, basically basically grab him by the scruff. Yeah, go ahead and make a, and... an attack, a grapple. Okay. It's the attack of opportunity, but I'm just going to let you grapple. 
Okay, am I adding my strength or my dex? I think it's your dex. So that's going to be a 19. Alright, you grab him. Okay, yeah, I just I just kind of grab him by the back of his neck, because, like, he's a, he's a little dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just kind of grab him, and I pick him up up to, like, level with my face, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, whoa there, where do you think you're going, evil doer? Uh, he still has an attack action, so he's going to try to break grapple. Wow, I forgot. Is Grapple opposed in this edition? Yes. Uh, the attacker rolls athletics. The defender rolls either athletics or acrobatics. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and roll athletics. So I, I know your roll. You, you got to roll to 15. So 17. 17. All right, yeah. Uh, you maintain your yeah, Grapple. With, yeah, with my athletics. And uh, now it I'm is Julian's one-handed. Got him by it. Yeah. yeah, you got him. I would just like to see now that uh, Lance has the 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 miscreant, and just kind of like move past it. So whatever direction he was running, I kind of want to like move at whatever safe distance I can, you know, interpret. And kind of see what's down here. If there's a certain reason he's running this way, or if there's any more uh, goblins in the area. Uh, you look into the room that he probably was heading to. Uh, you see, it is a large room. It there, it's kind of dark. Uh, but on the other end, kind of like um, to your right, because it's kind of like a. It's a rectangle-shaped rectangle, rectangle shaped room, so it's longer going to the right and to the left. You go in, glance to the right, you see a door that is large, like 12 feet tall. Um, it is made out of what looks like to be ivory. It's set into the door, and it's a glowing portal. A glowing portal, okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's but like 12 no feet by 5 feet. Hmm? No, no, no one, else, like, on, no one yeah. else in the room now. Okay, and I'm just gonna kind of like do that and kind of look over my shoulder and just be like, uh, guys, you might want to see this. <laughs> Alright. That's the end of my turn. Uh, then, uh, Lawrence? So, does it look like Lance has the goblin pretty well handled? The goblin is struggling like mad. He's also bleeding out. So there's going to be at least another round of him trying to escape. That's why we're in initiative still. Okay. I don't think I'd, I'm strong enough to be much help, so I'm going to ready action. If the goblin gets up and tries to hurt anybody, I'm going to throw my produce flame at it. All right. So it was um, the defender rolls athletics, right? Either athletics or acrobatics, whatever they want. Oh, okay. So Nick and Rolligan is going to try to escape. Okay. Oh, that's only going to be a seven. Oh, well, um, 
Go ahead and cast for a spell because he manages to drop to the ground. 21 to hit. Uh, first of all, this will probably kill him. But I only do three damage. Three damage. Oh, okay. It's a cantrip. Oh, okay. I thought you were using something bigger. Three damage. He falls unconscious and he's bleeding out. I'm going to like look down at it and be like, huh, seems a little toasty. I think I'm going to call (laughs) him Marshmallow. But yeah, there's a giant portal in this room, guys. We should probably figure out what the deal is with this. (laughs) Well, since we can't take this one in for interrogation anymore, that's probably a good idea. Well, it's like bleeding out. It's still alive, just unconscious. Do believe he's still bleeding. Can anybody... Can anybody heal uh, us? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try and use medicine to um, stop the bleeding and make sure it doesn't die. Alright. You can do that. Good. I get yes, a 12. Does anyone remember the DC for this in this edition? I, I apologize. I should probably know this stuff. I don't know if it's accurate, but I usually use like 10, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, I will have saved 10. Maybe it's whatever its constitution is, I think. It worked. So he is unconscious, yeah. but he's no longer dying. We're out of initiative. Good, good. Regardless of how unpleasant a creature it is, it still deserves to stand trial for the crime for his crimes. Um, I think its crime might be living underneath the tavern. We don't. Well, it's too soon to make any real conclusions. We might have accidentally invaded its home, and it ran away from us because we're bigger than it. It's like, well, it's, well, clearly that collapsing wall was a trap set by this foul creature. They attempted to ensnare our good friend. Good good thing I was here, good thing I was here to rescue you. It's like this thing in the back of my head that wants to, like, say something, but I'm just gonna, like, you know what? Relationships are important, like, Yes, thank you, Lance. I really appreciate you being here. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm all, I'll always be here to look out for you. <laughs> anyway, that is like, what shall we do with this miscreant, and how shall we proceed? Should we take him back to the dungeons, or shall we pr- proceed through this portal? Anybody speak Goblin? <laughs> if you give me ten minutes, I can. Good start. You tie him up, I could throw some good berries down his throat and then let uh, Lawrence here investigate him. Or interrogate him, I mean. I I only know common and infernal. Does I hear someone say they're tying them up? Well, I, I said that out loud. It's like a suggestion for what we, oh, okay. what we could do, yeah? How about... I have some rope right here. Why don't you work on that, and I will work on 
preparing comprehend languages as a ritual. Okay, is there like a post in here? Uh, no. Uh, is there something I can tie him to? Uh, not really. Not in the immediate area. It's pretty oh, vacant. Barrel in the other room, right? Okay. What? Well, there's like barrels in the room above us before we go, right? Yeah, you're in a. Okay. Well, remembering my days as a farmer, I will uh, hog tie him. All right. Um, go ahead and make a dexterity check because I don't. Is there's no used rope in this? Is there anymore? No. Uh, that's gonna be a dirty twenty. Uh, twenty. Okay. Oh, survival. Thank you, Deed. Or I'll just call you Dale because I know your real name. So go, survival. Oh, my bad. Oh, then Good. in that case, I rolled it in nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Got it. I'm just gonna. Oh, go ahead and continue. I'm just doing a roll for later for when he wakes wakes up. Okay, I uh, tighten the knots, uh, give them a jerk to make sure that he can't slip out easily, and I'm just like, he, uh, just like, he'll behave himself now that he's bound. Uh, he seems to be pretty securely tied. That only took a few minutes, I'd say five minutes, so you still have like a Five more minutes until Copperhead Languages is done. You also mentioned that he had like vials or some type of bandolier on him, right? And if so, I'd like to do investigate whatever he was carrying. All right. Let's see. Uh, see how many survived him falling down. Uh, several of the vials are broken. Uh, there seems to be five left on his bandolier of uh, 12. They are... Oh, what, how do you inspect them? They, they're, they're green. They're green, you said? There's a green liquid inside. Sure. I don't know, I just like, want to look, you know, kind of just kind of look at it and see if they're identifiable in anything I've seen before or, like, see the effects of it, like, being destroyed on his bandolier if it's like eating at you know the material or anything like that um go ahead and roll investigation do you have uh trained in alchemy tools don't believe i do okay so just uh, investigation there's that traits maybe oh down here in the proficient too i do not know okay and you said investigation is going to give me uh, 13 total. Alright, uh, you do notice that the liquid is slowly burning a hole in his, like, clothing. And it's, I mean, as time progresses, you see it going through his clothing. Um, do you pick up a vial? You said you did, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll pick it do, up. do you open it and smell it and do all that kind of stuff? Uh, I'd like to, I guess, more importantly, 
cut his clothing off or whatever had the liquid on it so it doesn't like burn him and kill him by accident. And then, I'll be right back. And then, uh, yeah, then I guess I'll open it. I don't want to smell it, but I want to see if there's any initial reaction when it opens. Okay. So you're able to take the, the shirt off of him, the bandolier and stuff like that. Um, it probably should be noted that he's wearing like decent clothing. He's not like hovel clothing or like cave dwelling clothing that he looks to be properly clothed like civilization wise um so you take that off uh you open it up uh obviously you're not smelling it you said but uh it is a viscous fluid fluid it is very slow moving okay cool yeah i'll just put the vial like the lid back on it and then kind of like throw those in my pack and then Right, um, do you have knowledge arcana? Uh, no, I have negative in arcana. Uh, let's see. Um, do they still use survival for like? Yeah, go ahead and roll survival. If I'm wrong, I'll fix it later. Yeah, if you have survival. Uh, it's zero. Uh, go ahead and roll. It's not impossible. Okay, I got a fourteen. All right, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so unless, well, that takes up your time, really. Yeah. I'm good while you're waiting. Um, yeah. Lance, uh, you have a few minutes before uh, Lawrence is finished with his ritual, if you want to do anything. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the portal and just kind of uh, look at it. All right, it is... Like a faint, shimmering purple. And it shimmers between kind of a royal purple to a letter purple. Okay, uh, I'm going to very discreetly do an arcana check on it. Go for it. Uh, that's only going to be a nine. Um, other... You, you have no idea... You have no additional information other than what you see, but it's obviously magical. Hmm. I'm going to put my hand on it. On, like, the shimmering surface, or, like, the, the edge of the outline? Like, just kind of, you know, kind of like, just, I'm just gonna touch the surface of it. Maybe, like, get my fingers into it, see what happens. You feel a slight resistance as your hand sits on top of it. It's not really... It kind of reminds you of, like, lapping water. Like, you put your hand on top of a lake and it kind of just kind of laps. But it's not wet. And you just barely feel it. Interesting. And it feels like it might be pulling you in. But that it might just be your imagination. I put my hand a little bit deeper. Um, it goes in a little bit faster than you expected, and your hand disappears. Oh. I, I pull my hand back. Alright, it tingles slightly, feels a little cold, but you're, you're fine. I just say out loud, yep, it's definitely a portal. <laughs> Alright, um, that's about the time that uh, Lawrence has finished his ritual. 
Is the goblin conscious right now? No, not yet. Can I use medicine to a medicine check to wake him up safely, or would I need to heal him? Um, either could work. I think someone mentioned good berries would work too. They mentioned they're going to use good berries. I thought I heard someone um, say that. Julian, do you have good berries? I have it as a spell, yeah, so I would, if you can wake him up without me casting a spell, that'd be cool. But So if okay. you fail, I'll do it. it sounds like I will good. try medicine. I also have healing spells anyways if we need. Alright. Do you, you have a healer's kit, right? I think that's a thing. That is a thing. I do not have a healer's kit. I have an herbalism kit. Okay. If there's any kind of like smelling salts in there, um, there aren't. But so you can still try to wake them up. It just won't give you the smelling salt bonus. Okay, I got. Right. A... I walk over and I I just slap the goblin in the face and say, "Wake up!" That does not appear to wake him up. I got a fourteen <laughs> on my medicine check to more gently wake him up. Um, he begins stirring. Should I? Should I hit him harder? That, I don't think that'll be wide. necessary. Oh, wait. Hello he appears there. to be back. Wait, hold on a second. I need to look at your passives. Florence, it almost looked like when Blance said, should I slap him harder? It almost looked like his eyes opened like larger in response. But he didn't say anything. So... Could be a coincidence, but maybe the goblin understood what he said. Or he didn't like the idea of the hand being raised like he's going to get slapped again. I take it you can understand us. He kind of hesitates, kind of looks around. He struggles. He's kind of ignoring you right now. He's trying to get out. Uh, I raise my hand like a backhanding motion, and I say, Answer my friend, or you'll get a fresh one. I turn to, I turn to Lance and say, Don't be hasty. I turn back to the goblin and say, I apologize for the unpleasantness. Well, he stopped struggling at the threat of violence. He just kind of like, What? I'm not sure I'm going to do that voice, but it's a high-pitched voice, um, what you would expect from a goblin, uh, and he says, what do you want? We want to know who you are and what this place is. It's my place. You need to leave. And why did you set that trap for us? I didn't set no trap. You invaded my home. It's like, what? Is like when Tip, when our companion put put pressure on the pressure plate that you clearly set, he fell through into a trap, and you tried to ambush him. Do not deny it. I saw the whole thing. Is he speaking in common? He is speaking in common. Okay, okay, okay just checking. I did no such thing. You tried to kill me. <clears throat> well, it's like we'll see when we put you on trial. What? The, there seems to be a misunderstanding here. We apologize for hurting you. 
Uh, at this point, I'm going to cast a level one Cure Wounds on him. 11 points. He seems to be much better. He Unfortunately. He doesn't glare at you, but he, like, nods slightly. Like he wants to glare, but he didn't. So, unfortunately, my friend uh, fell through the wall into this place, and he must have misinterpreted your intentions as hostile, and that's why he threw an axe at you. Well, you should go back up your hole and leave me alone. Goodbye. Untie me first. Don't be so hasty. If... We'd be glad to do that if you could tell us more about what's down here. We want to make sure that this nothing here is a threat to the town above. We just recently um, took ownership of the tavern that you're living underneath. What town? He then quietly, like, he re realizes he shouldn't have said that and, sit, and like, stops talking. Uh, it's called Eremos. Uh, do you know much about the surface? Uh, tons. I know tons about the surface. But I'm not going to tell you anything. Get out of my house. Well, unfortunately, your house is on our property, so unless you have a lease agreement, you have no right to be here. Okay, I'll leave. Untie me. Anybody want to ask hey, about Ron. this glowing portal over here? <laughs> like, first tell us what that is, and I point at the portal. Um, fancy painting. The, do moves. fancy do fancy paintings yeah, teleport you to other dimensions or worlds or whatever? Well, some could. Depends on how fancy they are. What if I threw you into it? He... It wouldn't roll insight checks. I was gonna ask, does it sound like he's blatantly lying to us, or like... Um... Yeah, everyone go ahead and roll an insight check. I got a 3. I have a 13. 19. Yes. So, uh, Lance, Julian, um, wouldn't you recommend, uh, throwing him in there? He looks kind of scared. Like, no, no, don't throw me in there. That would be the worst thing you could possibly do to me. And he seems generally frightened. Um, Lawrence, uh, he is obviously not frightened. He seems to be acting. Did you come through that portal? Maybe. Yes. Okay, listen, friend. Like I said, this is this has all just been a misunderstanding. If you can level be straight with us, I'll make sure that the mean man over there, and I point to Lance, doesn't do anything to hurt you. I just give him the stink eye. 
Well, now we're getting somewhere. Maybe if we tie a rope to him and to, and toss him through while hanging onto the line, we can catch something large, like bait. He, he looks shaken. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea in my opinion. I don't want to kill poor Marshmallow, but maybe. Oh, did you name it? I did. What, like what to if I told it. you? To what if I it. told you about naming every creature you come across? You get attached, and then we might have to kill it, and then you get upset. He could work off his, you know, his bad deeds he's done to us. Seems like a pretty good idea to me, but. But what did I do to you? You dug this hole, and then you ran away, and then I just saved your life, because apparently there's something burning on your chest. You're welcome for that. Hmm. Yes, what were you planning on doing with all this acid? He looks like he's not going to answer you when you ask him that question, what this stuff is. Kind of turn to Lawrence on that one, hopefully he can leverage that out. <laughs> Work with us here. We're... My friend did prevent you from being melted by your own belongings. Clearly there's something to that. Maybe you can explain it some more. Is there diplomacy in this edition? Yes. Do you want me to roll that? Yeah. 21. He regrettably was like, it's none of your business. It's, it's not for you. Look, we just want to make sure that nothing down here is a threat to our tavern or the rest of the town above. Oh, no threat. I didn't know. No, no threats. No threat. He doesn't wait because he's tied up, but like, no, no, no threats. You can go back. Your, you can go back to your, your city dwelling and leave me here. I'll, I'll go away. He also seems to know what they are, but he doesn't want to tell you what they are. But I'm going to turn. I'm going to turn to Yulian. And I'm going to say in Elvish, okay, what are we going to do now? I don't... Sorry. He looks perplexed. Okay. The, the goblin does. I... Uh, I say to him, start telling the truth, or I am going to pummel you. And I'm going to roll my intimidation. Uh, that's a 23. I'm scared. The question I was asked, I'm like... Well, I'm still curious exactly what the properties of it do, so I kind of, if we want to go a more dark route, I could pour it on maybe his foot or something, but that seems a little cruel, but I also don't want to just let him go, because I don't think he's, like, he might come back with friends, that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, I think that he's lying to us. He came in here through the portal, but I'm not really sure much beyond that. He might very well have escaped whatever's in there and is living here, or he might be an advanced scout, and there's something really nasty on the other side of that. So while you guys are having that conversation, uh, Lance does his intimidation, and the goblin starts cowering, and like, that's, that's just, 
It's slime. Just slime. Oh, so maybe you'd be willing to drink some. No, it's slime. Yeah, you look like you eat slime. No. Don't. No. You've probably, you've probably been living off of worse if you've been down here this whole time. It'll kill me. It's slime. It burns. Aha! Okay. Oops. <laughs> I, know, I could try going through the portal and doing like a quick analysis, see if there's any tracks I can see, if there's anything bigger in there. I just don't have a system for telling you if it's bad or not. <laughs> Should something go bad. Alright, uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to take the rope off of the goblin, but fashion it into a leash around his neck. And I'm just going to be like, we're going into that portal, and you're going to be our guide, whether you like it or not. At this point, uh, you hear someone coming down the hallway. You look over when you hear it. Um, it is um, Wilkins, the your, your um, journaler military guy. He's like, what happened? What's going on? What, is everyone alright? He's like, we found this creature down here. He's been he's been hiding out. Possibly a spy. Also, there's a portal. Huh. Um. He pulls out, like, a notebook from his backpack and a, uh, fancy pen that you've seen him use before that doesn't seem to require any ink but still writes and he looks like he's writing down some notes and he walks over and kind of looks at the goblin and writes down some notes and lets you continue. We, be it's like, we believe that he's been squatting down here and he said and uh, he you know, because of his living down here he compromised the structural integrity of the wall that um, that Yulian fell through. Uh, when he fell through, we saw uh, we saw this creature down here. I yeah, I felt he had hostile intentions, so we pursued, and we have him captured. And he led us into this room that has a swirling portal. He raises an eyebrow and goes looking looks in the room and like wow, huh? And he won't tell us what's on the other side. Interest and see what you do. He just kind of signs off to the side and finishes his notes and then... So, I will say I am curious what's on the other side of that portal. Um, the, the four of us... Wilkins, Wilkins, do you want to come with us if we go to the other side? Well, it's the easiest way to keep track of uh, your adventures. Okay. So how about the five of us go through, though we don't need a noose around our little friend's neck. I'm sure, I'm going to look at him when I say this, I'm sure that he means us no harm and will behave himself if we take him through briefly. Don't feed me slime, he says. 
that that is his response to you saying he's not going to cause trouble. So I'm pretty good at stealth, so I can like go through the portal, and if it's safe, I'll like throw like this cup I have back through the portal. Okay. Do you want us to tie a rope around you as you go so you don't go too far? Do you want to just do your thing? Uh, I'd rather do my thing. If something's big, I need to dodge. I don't want resistance, and I don't know how the portal's going to interact with it. Okay. Sounds like you have a plane. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. I'll walk through this weird portal thing. And, uh, all right, you walk up to the... I don't know the... if it's important hmm? at all, but like I have some features and stuff. Uh, and one of them is that, one, I have 90 vision of dark uh, vision. And if it is dark over here, anything that like relies on dark vision cannot see me because of my umbral sight ability. So. Okay. Uh, you walk up to the portal. It's all shimmery purple. Uh, you start walking through it. It feels a little tingly, kind of like breaking the tension on water, but you're not wet. You walk through, and it's just kind of a momentary haze, and then you're in another room. You go through the portal, uh, and it is a giant oval or a circular room. Uh, there are a total of nine gates. Eight of them are about the size of the one that you just walked through. Um, so about 12 feet high and five feet wide-ish. So it's, um, huge, big. But then in the center of, uh, the eight, so there's, uh, gates. So there's four on one side, four on the other one. And then the ninth gate in the middle is huge. We're talking like 25, 30 feet tall and like super wide okay um but they're all evenly placed around the room inside the room is lit with uh candles there's tables looks like there's some alchemist gear uh you don't see anyone either uh there is an exit to the room um yeah that's what you see cool just kind of like glancing over at the exit is there is like another lit hallway and do i see anybody like maybe in that area or um, it is lit, uh, but you do not see anyone through that doorway from where you're standing. And are there any traps that would be noticeable? I'm going to roll a perception. Natural 20, 22. Uh, you see nothing that would indicate there is a trap here. All right, then I will toss my little cutlery cup back through the portal, let them know it's good to come through. Um, but, uh, oh, it should be noted that the other portals do not have a shimmering effect. They just look like they are doorways put into the stone wall. But this okay. one is active. Okay. Um, and so about a minute later, there is a cup flying towards uh, you, Lawrence, and... Lance? I'm going to pick up the cup and step through the portal. Um, and you, Lance? I, I will follow. Right. Uh, you both walk through the portal and you have the same similar sensation of breaking the tension of water. Um, kind of a f or fuzzy sight. And then you also see this room with a total of nine gates. Only one of them is active. Um, 
Additionally, I guess you also see patterns on the floor as you look down. Uh, and they're like um, dotted lines that are very, uh, like, a, like a mosaic line that goes to the center of the room on the floor. And you also see like tables. The tables are mismatched. They don't look like they should be in this room either. I'm going to pull out some parchment and a quill. I'm going to make a diagram of where the portals are, mark which one we came through, and then I'm going to start looking at the portals and the mosaics on the ground to see if there's any writing that I can deduce and then copy it down, um, still having my comprehend languages if it's been an hour or less. Okay. Um, this will take you some time to do um but you're able to start working on it. oh wilkins also followed you but he doesn't really interact with anything unless you guys interact with him did um, anyone grab marshmallow no uh i will go back and grab him okay uh he, he's still tied up and then you take him and uh you walk through with him So while Lawrence is taking notes and looking through the area and investigating the room, does anyone else do anything? I just kind of say that, you know, either our friend here is very crafty with alchemy supplies or he's working for someone. And I'm kind of curious uh, what that would be. So I think I'm going to go down that room exit, maybe investigate and just letting them know that that's my intention. So. Okay. Okay, I ask, I ask Marshmallow, I'm just like, okay, we're in the portal, why were you so afraid of this place? He, like, looks around, doesn't it look spooky? I mean, it kind of looks a little spooky, it's dim lit candles and, like, ancient ruin, or ancient, I don't know, if it's a ruin, but... Doesn't look dilapidated, but it looks old. Doesn't doesn't look so special to me. You, you can let me go now, right? Not quite. He looks downtrodden. Lawrence is looking around, uh, and Julian goes and looks through the door. It's a pretty large door. Um, it's not as big as the portals, but it's probably about ten feet tall. So it's pretty good clearance. Uh, and it has a staircase that goes up. It wraps around. You don't see where it goes. And that's to the left. And then to the right is uh, another door. Or it's open. There is no like uh, actual door, but there's a doorway. And you can choose which way you go. I guess I kind of peer into the, the open doorway. But if there's nothing interesting there, I'm just going up or up the stairs. Uh, you look in, uh, it looks like it's just, uh, another hallway, and it goes off, like, it almost looks like it's circling, so eventually you don't see where it's going, because it's going around in the corner, and on that, um, hallway, there are closed doors, there's actually one right in front of you. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm gonna go that way, and, like, as I'm going through this place, I'm also, like, like cartographer, 
So I'm also like keeping mental track so I can recreate this map later. But yeah, I'm gonna go investigate these closed doors. Uh, see, like, if, I, I also kind of want to look at the ground. Like, is there anything on the ground that suggests that there's been traffic through this area recently, like dust or is it a dirt floor or something like that? Or uh, go ahead and roll uh, an investigation. I got a thirteen total. All right, you definitely notice that there is foot traffic going to that first door. Um, and there is a lot of dust on the ground, and further to the left, it looks like someone may have walked on the dust at some point, but there's dust on top of those footsteps, so it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. I guess I'm going to go to that first door and uh, just kind of barely, you know, put any pressure to see if it's, like, locked or anything like that. It is not locked. In fact, it's not even latched, and it uh, opens up slightly as you push on it. Is there any light coming out of the room? There is light. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to, like, slowly try to open it, not make so much noise, and kind of see if there's anybody else in here then. Um, you open the door. There is a little bit of pressure. What do you do? Almost like uh, like the hinge is stuck a little bit, like it's rusted. Is it uh, like, is there an opening big enough that I can kind of like just put my head in? Or... No, you noticed this before. It's maybe like three inches when you notice that it's kind of has resistance. Um, yeah. Okay. Can I like look at the this like the side of the door where the hinges are and see if there's like any like wire or anything that would like think it's a trap? Um, go ahead and make an investigation. Uh, the hinges are, like, recessed, so you don't really see the hinges themselves, but you can see the condition of the door, so go ahead and roll and see. I got 16 for that one, yeah. Um, it looks like there might be some rust, um, but you don't see, like, any trigger traps or anything looking at the door from the side. Okay. And I guess if I have no reason, then I'll kind of give it a little more effort to make it so I could see inside the the, the room. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the door opens up. Uh, you hear a snap, and then across the way there's like a crack in uh the um, wall that's there. And there was some light, but you just suddenly hear a whole bunch of rubble falling, and the light in the hall in that uh, crack goes out. Hmm. Is there anything uh, in the room? Uh, just like a torch on the left and a torch on the right, and the like torch holders. Okay. Uh, so they also like do not appear to have smoke. Okay. So it's just a hallway, and then let, like now there's rubble on the other side that's blocking up whatever would have been there. Um. Yes. Do you go investigate that? Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So you fully walk into the room, and you go to the crack. It's definitely large enough for someone to go through. Um. You kind of look in. It looks like it's almost like uh, some rocks fell down, but there's definitely some chiseling around it. So it looks like it was like some kind of ruin that was widened a little bit in the hole. If you kind of peer in it's just like rock and dirt but it definitely has um like chisel marks and stuff like that like it's been widened 
but you also see there's a bunch of rubble blocking the way now. Okay, but but there's like more area that could be explored if if we eventually move this rubble. Yeah. Okay. And is there any sign of any uh, footprints again, or any sign that anyone has been here recently or could have caused this? Um, you definitely see the footprints from the outside continuing to where this hole was, or and uh, the room seems less dusty and you know people walk into the um the lights and stuff like that but it doesn't really look like they walk to them too much there's still dust in the corner so you kind of see where people have worn their way a path with no dust so it doesn't look like this room is used much more than just a passageway is there any reason to believe that there's more than one creature that's been here um go ahead and roll a uh or investigation again. That one's a five. Uh, you can't really tell. It does seem to be heavily trafficked. There's no like, you can't really tell a number. It's just kind sure. of dust free. Okay, then I will take that back. Information I've gathered back to the main room with them. All right. Lawrence is still uh -huh. mapping out the area that was pretty it was pretty quick it only, it only took you a couple minutes to go in there and find that out um i guess i should say that everyone else also hears the rocks fall um which happened 20 seconds ago i guess we'll say uh and as i kind of walk in i'll be like well i'd be careful about going any further exploring it looks like this place is either trapped or really badly held together can't quite distinguish which and either this guy moves around a lot because i see a lot of traffic or there's more than one person here that we should be worried about in which case i imagine they also heard that rubble thank you for that um josh what yeah. have i been able to determine right, from so inspecting this we'll go ahead and roll a knowledge or can I check 12 so there's no indication of any language there are some symbols but they don't seem to translate to a language. Um, so they're probably just decorative. Each portal seems to have like a, a mosaic kind of line that goes to the center dais in the middle of the room. And each, and there's like a symbol on the ground that um, for each one of the, or for, there's 10 symbols, two that lead to the really big portal. And then Eight that lead to the smaller portals. And the DS doesn't seem to have any um, words on it. It also has like a cloth on it and some random like uh, alchemy supplies and stuff, tubes and stuff. And that's and you've mapped it out and you've written it down, but that's about all you found. Uh, so uh, Lawrence, you're not Lawrence. Lance, you're Still with the goblin? Yes, I've still got the goblin. He doesn't seem to really be that scared of this area, but he definitely looks like he wants to leave because he's tied up and he doesn't want to be here. But he doesn't actually look like he was scared like you thought he was when he was on the other side. I see. Did you want to try interrogate him again? Because you, you, you were with him for a few minutes if there was anything else you wanted to do with him. Uh, I just, uh, I just ask him what 
I just ask him what all of this is and if he has anything to do with it. All right. Uh, you can either uh, roll a diplomacy or if you're trying to intimidate the answers out of him, intimidation. Uh, I'll try. I'll try persuasion this time. Maybe. Okay. Maybe thinking a softer approach will work. Uh, that's going to be a twenty. Um, you seem to calm him down a little bit. He's pretty hesitant about talking about it. Um, well, this is where I live, and like, can you let me go? We're not doing anything to hurt you. I'm not doing anything to hurt you. He made a slip up saying, like, there are other people here, basically. Yeah, like, what do you mean, we? Are there others? He looks like he didn't want to say that, like it was an accident. And he's like, looks like his eyes are racing, he's trying to think of something. Then off in the distance, you hear, like, a bunch of rumbling, like a, a cave-in or something like that off in the distance. And you see him kind of like relax a little bit and seem like he's made a decision. Like, nope, I'm alone now. I'm, I mean, I'm alone. There's no one else here. It's like, so what So what was that noise that just happened? I don't know. It's, it's an old ruin. Anything could have happened. Another one of your traps? I didn't. I don't know. Go ahead and roll it a, a persuasion again. 21. No, they left me. They're gone now. Who are they? Oh, my my boss. He's like my boss. And I do his thing. I do what he asked me to do. And, and then I guess he's going to abandon me. So he's mean. I don't know. If you Sounds like you don't like this boss very much. So why are you protecting him? Oh, it's not him that I'm worried about. It's his boss. He, the boss is boss. He can't put his hands to his face, but he's going to. But he's tied up. He looks like he is shocked that he said anything, and he clams up again. Why don't we go meet your boss? Or your boss's boss, or your boss's boss's boss. How he's deep this thing goes. Just shaking his head, he, he looks a little frightened. Hmm. I think we need to speak to your manager. <laughs> so disappointed right now? <laughs> I'd have to say it. Alright, which way will we go? Should we go towards the noise we just heard? Um, yeah, let's see if we can figure that out, what that was. Figure out anything about the portals and how they work in your your studies? Um, there's symbols, but they don't match any language that my magic can deduce. Um, I'm not really sure what they mean. All right, I just uh, take Marshmallow with me and head towards the noise that we heard. Um, okay. If we if we have more time later, I can try to identify them. Uh, that'll take me another... I'm not sure if it's 10 minutes each. I think it's 10 minutes each, but it might be 10 minutes total to ritual cast identify. Are you going to be doing that, or are you going to be following them? 
no, let's come back to that uh, later if we have the time. Um, I feel like the the cave-in noise is more urgent. Okay. So, Yulian, uh, I'm guessing you show them where the noise came from? Yeah, yeah. I, I tell them that, you know, uh, if you go through this doorway, there's uh, uh, some rubble that fell that just uh, kind of blocked us off from another area. I'm sure Lance in his strong muscles could definitely move that. Uh, I'm also going to plan to like go upstairs and make sure nothing's surprising us, you know? Okay. So while you are, Lawrence and Lance are shown the room, uh, and you're looking at, uh, you go through to the hallway, into the room, and then you see the the crevice that's opening the wall, and it looks like just a bunch of rocks have caved in from up atop. Um, for like in the tunnel. Um, while you're looking at that, uh, Julian goes and looks up the stairs. You walk around up the stairs, and this is only like maybe 20, 30 feet around the corner, and it's kind of uh, following the contours of the main room with the gates, so it's circling upwards. And then you come to a sheer wall of rock, that is a gem. Uh, do you have any knowledge about geology or anything like that? Um, if not, you can make a unskilled intelligence check. Natural 20 with uh, minus 1. But... Alright. <clears throat> so, this wall of rock is actually an uncommon gemstone. Uh, it uh, Legend has it that when the breaking happened, Holgrand uh, his heart exploded, and these are pieces of his heart that litter the the world. And so this uh, is used in a holiday. You kind of like give it to your loved one if you can afford it. You know, kind of like a I love you token because of the love between Holgren and uh, his partner. So it's very uncommon to see it here because it's shearing off a step. It's definitely not part of the building. It's almost like something shot up through the ground and is now blocking the passageway. And it has uh, mining marks on it, so it looks like someone was trying to mine it to remove it, but it's not. It doesn't go anywhere. So, so it's like a whole wall of, of this rock material. Yeah. Okay, so nothing's probably coming down here. Okay. Yeah, doesn't look like it's... No no one's coming from up there unless they're digging from behind or something. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll go back to rejoin my party members and tell them about that. All right, perfect. All right, so you guys are just kind of like... It looks like uh, a tunnel that collapsed. I don't know what you want to do about the tunnel, if anything. Should we try, should we try and uh, move the rocks? Josh, how extensive does the collapse look? Well, it doesn't look like there's... Uh, it's pretty extensive. Uh, there's no light from the other side. Uh, you don't know if there would be light from the other side. Oh, wait, no. Because uh, Julian did see that there was light in the tunnel while it was collapsing, and it cut off the light. So there is something beyond the tunnel. Um, but it is pretty extensive. But you don't see any boulders that you couldn't personally move. 
Like, how long would that task take us if we spent the time on it? Don't really know because you can't see the end. Like, more than an hour? Yeah, probably. Okay. It, it would take some time. I guess I'll just, uh, I, I hand Marshmallow to one of you guys and I just pull up my sleeves and I was like, oh, nothing for it. And then I just start moving the rocks. All right. Uh, does anyone help? Uh, what's what's everyone else do? There's still those other rooms that just didn't have as much traffic to explore, right, though? Yeah. That? Okay. Uh, if you want to watch Marshmallow, you can have him, or I could just bring him with me through random rooms. I can hold on to him. Okay. Also, um, if you don't mind a tag-along, I can send my owl with you. At this point, I bamf out um, a gray owl familiar. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, Matrix. Tag along. I'll take it. Um, so I can watch through her eyes and uh, periodically, and if anything's about to happen, we can come uh, to your aid. Sounds good to me. Um, are you going to, um, Lawrence? Are you going to be helping move the rock while this happens, or just watch? Um, I'll give what help I can. I'm not the strongest person out there. Um, and I'm like every few minutes, I'm going to shift my perception to familiar vision. So that I can see through her eyes for a little bit. All right. Um, helping will help. Uh, like uh, Lance can fit in there, and he can move rocks back. But you would probably need to move them into the room. So it's definitely a two-person job. Makes it a lot easier. So Cormac, go ahead and make a strength check. So you have advantage. Uh, yeah, I I did my two rolls and I got a seventeen. All right. So it will take you some time. Uh, so we'll figure out how long. Um, it'll take about two hours before you hit something. Do you continue for two hours? It's only like 11 o'clock in the morning, so. Um, if it seems to be taking upwards of an hour or two, um... I'm going to spend 10 minutes to ritual cast an unseen servant and get that to help us out. Okay. Um, what's the strength on that? Do you know? Two. All right. Well, it's total helps. or modifier? Total two. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what help it can provide? All right. Uh, so, while you're doing that, um, there's a lot to explore. Uh, so, go ahead and to kind of summarize this a little bit so i don't describe every room go ahead and make a perception check and an investigation check does this qualify as the underdark no know. it was just to identify a stone that would be in a, that you would have known about perception is 17 and investigation is gonna be nine so oh nine investigation hmm Okay, uh, so you look around, there are 
a lot of doors. Um, it seems to circle the whole entire complex. Uh, so we're talking 30 doors. So there's 30 rooms. Uh, they seem to be, um, most of them seem to have like beds and chests and stuff like that. A lot of the chests seems to people have gone through them. They seem to be like kind of like a barracks. Mm -hmm. um, the wood is like dilapidated and molding, like really not molding because there's no moisture, but uh, really dry and crumbly. And some beds are falling apart and stuff like that. Uh, you don't see anything of note, um, but some of the chests seem to not be open. I'm trying to investigate the uh, chests and see if they're locked or course for traps uh you find three chests that don't seem like they have uh disintegrated and they seem to be locked and go ahead and roll on uh, to see if you find any traps that's gonna be a six or captain all right you don't see that they're trapped but they all appear to be locked would like to try and open them and i do have these tools for that all right uh go ahead and make uh three checks we'll just roll them all at once got 19 so 24 total for the first one 12 for the second and nine for the last so you're able to open the first two so the first one you open up you find a bunch of like moldy mothy clothing infested with moths and Kind of disintegrated you reach in there and they kind of just fall apart but you do find a leather bag with 20 silver in it on the first one the second one you find uh three bags with a total of 72 gold yeah and the third one is locked and you can't get into it report my findings uh back to the party while they're doing that and then if I have any free time, I'll go ahead and begin creating uh, an actual map of this place. All right. Um, unless anyone's doing anything else. Um, Andrew, what, oh yeah, Unseen Servant, that's what you're doing. So about two hours pass, you're able to uh, do a rough map of the hallway and the rooms. Um, so there are, there are 30, and it goes around, and you think... It circles almost all the way around, so you might be able to, like, break into one of the rooms by breaking into the room that you first went into. Like, they might be attached. But you'd have to break the room down to find out. But that's what you kind of figure out with the structure. You don't know what's upstairs, obviously. Uh, so about two hours later, it looks like you're breaking through into daylight. Uh, and you're finding wooden beams and uh, stuff. You went past the just the rubble, and it looks like you're getting into some kind of building material uh, about two hours in, and then you kind of peek through, and you can see some sky. Uh, and so that, and uh, that's what uh, Lance sees. So uh, a little bit more wiggling, and you can get through. Alright, I let everyone know that uh, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty much through, and I keep clearing it away, and I, I try to uh, squeeze myself through. It doesn't take too much longer, but you uh you get through and you kind of dust yourself up, off, stand up, and look around. It looks like there was a hovel here that was leaned up against a uh, rock face. And it looks like it collapsed. 
Um, so not a very big room or not a very big place, but it looks like it also collapsed and it wasn't just the, the hallway. And looking out, you're kind of like on the top of a hill. Behind you is like a big spike of rock that goes up a couple hundred feet and is very or round that the building seems to be in. Uh, and this uh, rock doesn't look like the rock around it. So it looks like this might have been a uh, world ending, like earth shattering, like spike of earth that went through a couple hundred years ago. It's very obvious. Um, then it's this big valley, and you look around, there's uh, corpse of trees in forest areas off in the distance. Um, but it is, it's, it's a big valley. And then everyone else kind of squeezes behind you and comes out, I guess. I'm going to summon um, my owl back from Ulian, and okay. I'm going to send her up above us and fly around in a little brief search pattern of the area. I'm trying specifically to see if I can determine where we are by like the climate and the plants we see. And if there's any landmarks other than that big rock spire you mentioned. Okay. I'll go and roll a perception for your animal companion or familiar. 22. Oh, okay. So looking around, it's a think that you might be a, identify a mountain range that you saw when you first crested the hill earlier today um hundreds of miles off in the, in the distance so you're not exactly sure where you are but you think that if that mountain range is what you think it is you could plot a course home but you don't know how long it would take um additionally you see some wagon tracks that disappear into a forest a little ways away that seems to have came from your location. Um, there are ruins throughout the valley. Uh, most of them are covered by trees, but there's ruins every direction you go to. Um, you think some of them might be inhabited, but uh, uh, there's one, uh, let's see, to the west uh, that's kind of covered with trees, but it doesn't look like it matches ruins it kind of looks like there might be a modern or a village there but you don't see anyone walking around because well it's really high up in those trees so but you see the buildings through the trees and that's probably like four or five hours away if you walked well this has developed interestingly what marshmallow think of this he doesn't really say much. You drag him, or you kind of have to drag him through, the, unless you cut him free and trust him. Uh, you drag him through the uh, the rocks to get him out there. You can let me go now. I'm, I can go home. Is this your home? It's, it's not far away. A couple days. Is this where your boss lives, too? He kind of looks back at the rubble that was a hovel. It's like, that's where my boss lived. I kind of look at that, and I'm just like, oh, well... Oops. He left me to die, so. I suppose that's what happened earlier. They got spooked by our entrance, so then they're at least two hours ahead of us by these wagon tracks. Probably. He shrugs. I don't know, Marshmallow. I don't have any intention of, you know, hurting you. We just want to make sure everything's safe before we let you go. Everything's safe. We didn't even know you were up there. Continue on. We I can go now, right? 
do you know it's beyond that giant rock wall up the stairs? No, we gave up. It didn't matter to us. I mean, no. There's that word again. Us. So what is over there? Over where? On the other side of that rock wall. Don't know. Didn't go there. We gave up. Didn't matter to us. I, I don't know. Alright, you need to take us to where the rest of the if I take you to where everyone else is, I'm going to die, so I'm not going to do that. Why would you die? Because you're they don't know you. If you show up with outsiders, they're going to kill you? Well, yeah, because it's like a secret. And if I gave you up my secrets, I, I would die. I've probably already told you too much. Why? What are you guys doing here? Collecting slime. Well, surely you can vouch for us. I mean, we are friends now, right? No, we're not friends. Like, <laughs> I'm tied up. Like, from his answer about that slime thing, like, is there any insight we have to, like, how much of the answer that is? You know, kind of like, well, like, there's a meme where it's like, what do you have there? And it's like, like, like a whole, like, fire going on behind him. And he's, like, holding a sandwich. He's like, I just have a sandwich. Like, is he telling us, well, it's like, is that all they're doing here is collecting slime? Or can we tell that there's obviously um, something else? Go ahead and roll an insight check. <laughs> I got a nine. Well, if anybody else is interested in that. but uh, yeah. Anyone can roll. I, I mean, you're the all there for the conversation. I got the same thing. Okay. Nice. Eleven. Um, he seems to be not hiding anything. He's like, yeah, we were collecting slime. That's what we are doing. Okay, uh, I, I'm calling a huddle with everyone except Marshmallow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Team huddle. He's he's tied up. He can't go anywhere. But we need to be out of earshot. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, does any of us know anything about tracking? Pretty good at exploring terrain, but. I mean, it's pretty easy to track, I think, so far, because they took a cart. So we can at least track that as far as we can if we wanted to. They're at least two hours ahead of us, though. I was, I was, going, to, I was going to propose we just let Marshmallow go, give him a head start, and then just track where he, went, where he goes to see who these others keeps talking about. Charles probably tracking with the owl. She has a limited range where eventually I won't be able to see through her eyes or tell her, talk to her. The only thing I'm concerned about is he said days to get to wherever he's going. Are we that committed to following him? Well, I guess the question is, do we follow wherever he goes or do we just follow these, uh, uh, what, what is it? There's like wagon tracks here or something. Yeah. The bird spots some wagon tracks that led from here. Do we follow those tracks? Do we follow Marshmallow? Do we want to continue dragging for Marshmallow with us, or do we just cut him loose? First of all, I think we should cut him loose. He's not hes not really a threat to us anymore. Yeah. Um, We could see if he follows the wagon or if he goes a different route before we decide um, what we're going to do in that regard. Yeah. 
I can agree to that. I honestly don't want to kill Marshmallow. Okay, sounds good to me. Alright, I walk up to Marshmallow, and I just pull out a knife. He looks terrified. I reach down, I grab him, I take the knife, and I just cut his bonds. Uh, he, you pick him up, he's like, screams a little, but then you cut him through, and you're like, whew, you see relief in his eyes, he falls to the ground. Thanks, goodbye. I, I just say, you're free, go on, thank you for your service. And he kind of walk. well, he does walk away, kind of kind of looks back, and then continues on walking away from you, and kind of kind of quickly. Is he going towards the wagon tracks? Yes, uh, but mainly because at this point, it's the only way down the hill. You, it's the only obvious way down the hill unless you went off the side. Okay. Um. Do you have the bird follow him, or? Um. The bird only works out to 100 feet. After that, um, I lose contact with her, and she's just an owl. Um, it's up to you whether I can command her to follow him long distance, and then she comes back and tells me what she saw. Um, I don't think a few miles would be inappropriate for a familiar... Okay, then I will go with that. Um, she flies out. It's, what, two miles is, what, 40 minutes? 20 minutes? If you're walking, I've never actually yeah. time myself walking a mile. I would say you could probably like walk a mile in like 15, 16 minutes, you know? Okay, after um, about 20 minutes, uh, he's obviously following the the tracks. He is following the wagon tracks. Shall we proceed? Josh, what time of day do we think it is? Early afternoon. Do we? At what point do we want to go back through the portal and check in with the town? Because um, we could post some guards um, like overnight and come back and do this tomorrow, or we could keep going on for now. The only thing I'm worried about going back to the portal and leaving this area is that someone, like, my, my theory is that those other portals could be activated and only one of them can be at a time. So I'm worried about the portal not being there when we come back. That's fair. So what if we sent word back to the town and then immediately come back through so we're still here and then I, we can, like, camp or something on this side Wait. if we're going to be a while? It should be noted that like, you guys have some of your stuff on you, but most of your stuff is back at the other place. You might have your weapons and armor and stuff like that, but you left your, your traveling gear with the, the wagon because oh. you weren't expecting to travel. You literally fell down a hole in the middle of a tour. That's so fair. You don't, you don't have everything that you would normally have. Okay. Uh, I don't know. One of us can stay here while the others go back and do the communications and gather the equipment, which I don't mind doing because if anything shows up, I'm pretty good at not being found. That's fair. What do you think, Lance? Okay, we can do that. Alright, uh, so Julian is back and you two go back through the portal. The portal is still there, so you're able to go through back through the portal. 
Um, Wilkins goes with you. Uh, so you're there by your, your lonesome, Julian. Um, yeah. So you climb back up. You're uh, um, in the cellar now. You two and Wilkins. What do you, what do, you do from there? Just like a side oh. note before that, like, if I can, I just kind of like just want to be watching that entrance that I know is the only way in so far and gotcha. do like a resting trance thing. Lance and Lawrence, uh, you walk out of the um, cellar after crawling back up. Brevin, he kind of looks at you like, what have you been doing? It's not that interesting down there. Um... <laughs> Actually, quite the opposite. There much. It's like we found a trap door that led us to a goblin. The goblin had a bunch of portals that we went through, and there is a whole other world down there. You need to get out more. He raises an eyebrow. He doesn't seem to believe you. Hmm. Sounds like you're drinking my stash. Promise you that. I have not gotten into your stash yet. Hmm. Well, I guess technically it's your stash. You own this place. You know it. <laughs> but we were just we were just coming back to report on our findings. But you're you're welcome to come down there and see for yourself. There's like there's all kinds of crazy crap down there. Not my place anymore. No. Have fun on your adventures in the cellar. He goes back to cleaning the glass. It obviously doesn't need to be cleaned anymore. Nothing phases this guy, does it? All right, Josh, I'm going to go find uh, Vergus. Actually, and um, the Major Domo was down there too, and he is waiting for you. He's like, what the God? What took you so long? So we seem to have uncovered um, a lair with a portal that led a little ways away from here. Um, we're going to go investigate it further. But we wanted to check in and gather some more of our equipment first. Huh. Well, I didn't finish my tour. I think under the circumstances that can wait just a little bit. He seems exasperated, but he nods in agreement. Fine. How about we give you a tour? I'm not climbing down there. That's dirty. Suit yourself. It really is something else. Mm. All right, Andrew, you wanted to go find Vergus? Yes. Um, the real quick, based on that mountain range I recognized, what what's my best guess for how far the other side of the portal is from here? Hundreds of miles. Tomorrow, if I were to cast the Skyrite spell, is that too far away for anybody to be able to see a bunch of stuff written in the clouds that says, hey, we're here? You're unsure. So it's not worth planning on it? It could possibly work. Depends on the how high up the clouds are, how, you know, the weather. And then... You're not sure about the distance, but if it's only a couple hundred miles, actually, no, you probably wouldn't see it because of the curvature of the world. So yeah, you probably wouldn't work if it's hundreds of miles away. 
Okay, good deal. So yeah, I'm gonna go uh, pull Virgus aside if I can find him. Um, he doesn't seem to be in the tavern, and you have never been in this building. Uh, Major Domo looks at you like, um, can I help you? Because you're also looking around. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find Master Seacole. Uh, do you know where he went to? Uh, probably his room. Uh, I will show you to my room. Thank you. Um, so he takes you into the facing the tavern, a left area. Um, it says private on the door. Uh, you walk through, and there's a hallway, and there's uh, rooms. He's like, uh, your rooms are down this way, and he points to the room. This is a private um, dining room for you. Uh, this is, uh, I sleep here in this uh, corridor, or in this wing, and so do the clerks. Um, he takes you to a door, and knocks, and Virgus comes to the door. Yes? Master Seacole, uh, kind of a moment in your time. I want to tell you about what we found. Sure. He, he invites you in. There's really nowhere to... There's like one chair and a desk and a bed. Right, and Josh, yeah. is Marcade the, the major domo? Is yeah. he in on this being an Adventurer's Guild thing? Or is he just a bar worker? Uh, he's the Adventurer's Guild representative. So he's like... He's the top guy from the Adventurer's Guild that is here. It's him... And the two clerks that are from the um, Adventurers Guild is wh- is the Major Domo that guy, or is Virgus that guy? Major Domo is Marcade. He is running this uh, the Adventurers Guild people. He's like the head guy, kind of taking care of everything while you're uh, adventuring. He's in on it. Uh, Virgus is one of the clerks that met you, uh, a week into your travel, or a week, a week ago. He is a person that was with you on the travels. There's also another clerk that you haven't met yet. Okay, so, then I, I misunderstood you. I would be having this conversation with Marcade then, and not with oh, Virgus. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Master Guilford, so I wanted to keep you in the loop about what we found down there um, because we're going to go back to investigate further. Interesting. I didn't um, even know we had that, obviously. Yeah, so we, the goblin, we found a goblin who came through a portal from the other side. Um, I'm not entirely sure where it is. It's several hundred miles away. I recognized a nearby mountain range. But we're going to go back through and investigate further where they came from. They were um, mining whole guardian stone there, but they're also doing some alchemical research. Um, and there are a bunch of portals. Um, I'm going to show him the diagram that I made of the portals and briefly sketch down the symbols that I found but couldn't identify. Yes. Looks at it like, wow, that's pretty impressive. I didn't know there were rooms under this place. Um, in a goblin, you say? Should we be worried? Um, he didn't pose much of a threat to us, but 
he sounded concerned about um, his leadership. And so they might, there might be more of them that would come back. If you could get um, either some bar hands or even the town guards to keep an eye on this side in case something slips past us. We'll keep an eye, but I don't really know the town guards that well. That's fair. Um, I mean, how much do you want to tell the city guard about what you found? That's a good question. How well do you trust the guard? Like, do we need to lie to them? Or could we just tell them the truth that we found a person in there and that we found a portal in there and we're investigating it to see if it's going to be a threat to our property? Um, I'll leave the decision up to you ultimately, but if we're trying to keep a lower profile, telling them there's something under our house might not be the best. Because I don't trust them. If they find out that we're from the Mokunian Empire and we're working for them, we'll be in trouble. That's a good point. I'll see what Master Stormshield thinks. Um, in the meantime... If you know anyone in this town who has access to, say, a library or some sort of research material, see if you can find out what any of those symbols mean. Uh, I can ask around. That'd be appreciated. I think there is some educational library or center of learning in the city. Okay. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll check with Master Stormshield before we head back in to see, um, what to tell the town. All right. All right, and I pull aside Lance. So do we, do, do we head back to, um, yeah, do, do we head back to, uh, and meet up with Ulian? In a moment. Um, Master Guilford wants to know if we should clue in the local guard on what's going on. Um, he's concerned that we don't want to give any indication that of who we really work for. My concern is that if anything slips past us, it may be a threat to the town and the guard would be upset with us if we didn't disclose that. I agree, I think we should. Uh, I think it's actually best for the people if they know of any potential threat, no matter where it might come from. And so you think the angle that we're property owners investigating what we found underneath our tavern is legit, or should we spin it a different way? Well, I think like I think it's le I think it's legit that you know we found something underneath our own property that concerns us and might be a concern for the rest of the town would be would be selfish of us to keep it to ourselves and try to resolve it ourselves should anything go wrong good point well thank you all right and so i'm gonna go tell relay that to marcade all right so you want marcade to go tell them that there's a secret layer under your base with a goblin? Yeah, that we we crashed through the basement into something and we found a goblin there. 
and we're going to go investigate it further to make sure that it's not a threat to our tavern or to the town. Okay. Go tell someone. I don't know what they'll do. At the least, being aware in case a bunch of goblins appear. They know what's up and what the source of it is. If worse comes to worse, somebody can collapse this side of the portal and we can make our way back to town from the other side because we know where we are, roughly. Okay. Um, so unless he he just nods if that's the end of the conversation and says, very well, it'll it'll be done. And he... I think. Hmm? I say thank you. Yeah. And he leaves to go take care of the errands that you sent him to do. It could be a while. That's fair. Um, so I'm going to then gather up all my things and um, find Lance and then head back through the portal. All right. Wogan also gets his gear and meet you guys in the cellar when you're ready. Do you do anything else, uh, Lance? Uh, nope, I just uh, go with him. So, maybe our... Yeah, probably just taking an hour to get all your stuff, talk to uh, the Major Domo and head down. Um, you, unless you bought extra provisions, don't have any provisions. There was just enough for the trip, unless you bought extra. So just keep that in mind for traveling. I don't know if you bought extra rations or not. Um, I for free got an explorer's pack that comes with ten days. Gotcha. If worst comes to worst, uh, both Yulian and I have access to Goodberry. Good point. Or right. nature foraging stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't manage for that. I only have rations for a day. Right. So, um, about an hour, Yulian, nothing happens. It's pretty quiet. Do you just trance out for until they're back? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I don't, I don't okay. know how long it's going to take, so I was going to go for the four hours to see if I can get a long rest in, but if not, I don't, I don't care too much. You don't uh, get a long rest in, unless they want to rest with you because they're back in about an yeah. hour. No, it's fine. I think the only person that's cast anything is I've used one slot, and I think. Uh, I've used, slot. I've used one spell slot. Um, I'll be fine until we camp for the evening. Yeah, yeah. Then if when they come back, I'm I'm down to just start tracking. All right, gotcha. So the tracks aren't too hard to find. Um. <clears throat> and they are where you're at. Uh, the tracks seem to be... Let's see, does anyone... Roll intelligence tracks, I guess. Uh, investigation, sorry. Whoever is doing the tracking. I get a nine. Yeah. Alright, is anyone else tracking, uh, or is it just... I'm doing it, I was just reading my Explorer thing. Okay. So I rolled a 12, but I also get to add double my proficiency on this one, so it would be 14. Alright. So you're able to follow the tracks pretty easily. The thing that you discover is that it's probably pretty heavy laden down with a lot of stuff. So the tracks are deeper than if it was like an empty cart sort of thing. <laughs> you track it for about two hours. Uh, it goes into some trees. This is where 
kind of lost the tracks earlier um, with the bird. And they um, go into a road. And it blends in with other tracks. If you want to try to distinguish the tracks, it will be much harder. Um, it looks like it obviously went one direction because you can see where it turned onto the road. But go ahead and uh, pick another investigation check. Um, 17. I got Ooh. a 21 this time. Lawrence is able to follow the tracks. Uh, you are unable to distinguish them from other tracks, um, Julian. But uh, you continue following them, and it's dusk-ish. Probably like, yeah, maybe like an hour more of light when you finally hit something. Uh, you find the a town. Uh, and it's the one that we saw from the original leaving point, like that we saw through the trees. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you go into the town, you don't see anything too abnormal. It seems like a regular village. Um, but you notice that there's a goblin that comes out of a house, and they kind of look over at you. It's a, it's a female goblin. She doesn't seem to run away, but she does go back into the house kind of quickly like, ooh, there's someone there, I don't want to be here. And then closes the door. Um... Do you proceed into the town? This is like the first house that you saw at the edge of the town on the road. I think we should go towards it. I say go into the town. Um, given that it was late afternoon before we went back to Aramos, we can um, just like look for an inn for now. See what this place is. Yeah. All right. Uh, you walk further in the town, and there are more houses, and uh, looks like maybe a shop. You do see an, a, what might be an inn, but the most surprising thing you see is where there would be normally humans, dwarves, gnomes, stuff like that. You must see goblins. Uh, they're, they're clothed like they would be in a civilization, or what you'd expect in a civilization setting. Uh, there's little kids playing around, kicking a ball. Um, they're goblin children. Um, there's some uh, orcs walking around, but it's mostly goblins. People notice you, and no one tries to confront you. Most people are just kind of like, ooh, there's people, and then they walk away and kind of try to ignore you. Some, a lot of people go into their town or into their houses. Um, as you walk in, a group of kids run up to you, and they're giggling, and, and they're like poking you. All right, and you, and you can react now. Hey, 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 what? get out of here. Okay. I'm going to druid craft a flower and hand it to one of the kids. He's like, oh my god. He doesn't say oh my god, but he's like ecstatic and like um, pretty happy and they're all oohed and awed and they're, they're really impressed. Um, one girl, little girl, yeah, I'm not really sure how old she is, but she kind of like Tugs on your pants. Um, Lawrence, are, are, are you a human? Why, yes. Very bright of you to be able to tell. What's your name? They all kind of giggle um, when you say, yes, I am a human. Uh, like, um, L'Oreal? 
It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Lawrence. This is Ulian and Lance. I give her a flower too. She she takes it, giggles, and runs away. They all kind of run away, looking at the flowers and stuff. Do well, do anything after the kids kind of go away? Call the temple and pull out a lightsaber. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Well, this town's clearly not hostile. Yeah, that's a good sign. We have to find, I don't know, maybe a, someone that's not too scared to talk to us, though. <laughs> that isn't a child. <laughs> Josh, you said there's a building that we think is an inn? Yeah, it's not too far away. Uh, let's go check that out. So you start walking uh, further into the town towards the inn, and a goblin that you think is an older goblin, he's dressed um, pretty nicely, but simply he um, has two goblins walking behind him. They're wearing cudgels on their belt, uh, but they're not, like, raised. They're not wearing any armor or anything like that. They look like peasant folk, but they are armed. And the goblin comes up and raises him like, Hello! I've not seen your like here, and we have not seen your like for many generations. Nice nice to meet you. I Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lance Stormshield. And I introduce my companions. I am the mayor of this town. Kraken. Kraken? Uh, what brings you to our area? Well, it's a funny story. Um, we were in our hometown, uh, actually in the tavern that we are the uh, proprietors of. And uh, we went down into the basement, and there just happened to be a, a portal down there that brought us here. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the craziest thing? He looks dubious. Yes, very interesting way to be here. You you look like pretty hardy folk. Um, are you adventurers? Indeed, we are. Hmm. Perhaps you have heard of my many exploits. Uh, Lance proceeds to point to his various badges and explains what each one he got for and all of his acts of valor and that he's actually quite a big deal though really he patiently listens um unless no one interrupts he you get to go through your whole entire spiel this time um, I'm he, he's now hearing this for the fourth time today like <laughs> while fair, he's talking i eventually fair. go like long story short <laughs> Right. So the goblin goes, hmm, hmm. You, you, you sound very impressive. Are, do your companions have f similar feats of uh, daring? Well, I'm, I'm sure they've, I'm sure they have their merits as well. But uh, clearly, and referring to all my badges and their lack of badges, like implying that they're not on my level. Did anyone else say anything else before he continues? Before the goblin oh. continues? 
Oh, I'm I'm not one to boast. Um, I'm a research fellowship at the Hadebrandian University. Nothing nothing on the level of uh, Master Stormshield here. Hmm. Goblin looks a little disappointed. Well, hmm. Maybe hmm. He seems to be uncertain about something. Um. um is there something you need help with? Um, you look like very strapping, strong, much bigger than me people. And we do have a little problem that uh, we can't seem to take care of. Uh, I would greatly appreciate any help you could give us. We don't usually get adventures out of course, out this it is a soldier's duty to protect the weak. Wait, what is your what is your issue? And I will say I will vanquish it with my blade. There is a den of kobolds that keep harassing us and stealing our stuff. And last month they even killed someone, and we just came to take care of them. And I, I, we would greatly appreciate if you could uh, stop the attacks and. And help us because who knows what these crazy kobolds are going to do next time? They might just start killing us, and I just don't know how to deal with it. Say no more. Just point us in the direction of their den, and we'll take care of it. Right, men? I said. Have right. you tried talking to them at all yet? Yes. That's, that's the person they killed was our messenger. Oh, right on, right on. Okay. Just thought I, so I don't think they want to talk with us. One of the highest acts of treachery one can commit is executing a messenger. Um, before before these raids, had your town had any contact with them? Um, they've always been been there, but it's only been in the last couple years that they've bothered us really. Everyone can make an insight check. I got an 18. Eight. I have a six. I take this guy at whatever word he tells me. <laughs> right, so, um, everyone but Yuli in there um, is a little dubious about the claim that he, the messenger died or maybe that there was a messenger. It just... It didn't seem like he was being truthful, but you're not exactly sure what part of that story was truthful. About the, the messenger being killed. I mean, we can offer you some gold. We have a little bit of gold. What was the message that the messenger was carrying? Hey, stop attacking us. What do you need? Maybe we can barter. What What's going on? We haven't had any formal relationship with them in a long time. Did you send the messenger by himself? Everyone make an insight check. Twelve. Twenty-two. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my consistent six. <laughs> well, uh... <clears throat> he says, uh... Yeah, we sent him alone. Uh, we didn't think that they were gonna kill him. That was crazy. Um, so everyone except uh, Lawrence believes that it is in fact true that they sent the person alone. You're unsure of that, Lawrence. You're not sure they sent them alone. 
Interesting. Well, um, I look at my, the others and say, um, well, I believe we would be willing to look into this for you, yes? Of course, yeah. yeah excellent. He claps his hands in front of him. Excellent. We can, uh, I can describe how to get there, and uh, do you, it's he kind of describes. You go down this road. You see this distinctive tree. You take right. You kind of follow this brook, uh, and then you follow it to an outcropping of rocks, and you go left about a mile. Sounds great. We just need a place to stay because it's pretty dark. <laughs> I'm sure the inn can accommodate you. We have tall folk come through every once in a while and you know, orcs and points over to the orcs that are like over that way, like at a shop and sometimes hobgoblins. And anyways, yeah, there, there, there are human sized beds in there. I should probably introduce you though. Um, people are pretty shy around here. That would be appreciated. Um, yep. Perhaps yep. If, I say perhaps if you can arrange for us to be put up for the night. And then pass that on. Whatever sum you feel is appropriate um, as payment for this job. Okay. Um, he looks back at the other two people that were following him and kind of waves them away and they go back to wherever they were going down the road. Look like they're going somewhere, but you're not sure where. Um, he's like, follow me, and then he walks over to where you guys thought was the tavern slash inn, and he walks in. Uh, mostly uh, goblins in this establishment. It is probably like two-thirds full. There's six tables, a uh, little fire. Uh, it's pretty well lit. Uh, it's clean. Uh, there is a <clears throat> uh, orc behind the counter. Um... The mayor walks over and goes, "We we're going to put these fellows up. I'll cover the the costs. They're going to be here for at least tonight. Uh, room and board, just uh, add it to my tab. Adventurers, this is Ulog. He'll take care of Hello. your meal plans. I nod to him. Nice to meet you. He nods back. He seems to have a." cheerful disposition for an orc. Um, not that you've probably had too much dealings with orcs. Um, but it seems kind of cheerful. And like, hello, you're you're humans, aren't you? How could you tell? Kind of. <laughs> you're pink. You're not a human. What are you? <clears throat> Points over at Yulian. Uh... You look different. Me, I'm just happy to be here. That's what I am. Yeah. He looks a little disappointed by your answer. <laughs> well, uh, dinner's ready whenever. You can take a seat and uh, we'll get you some food. Uh, and I can show you to your to your room if you want to go there now. You're going to have to share rooms. I think I only have room for two rooms right now. Sure. Well, 
Well, that won't be a problem. I'll take the one room, you two take the others. That'll work. I don't need to sleep, so... <laughs> I'll make do. So he uh, shows you some stairs, and he goes up to the second story, which is um, about half the size of the building. Like, uh, shows you to a room at the end of a hallway. There's, you know, like, one on the left, one on the right. Take your pick. They're basic wooden doors. You're like, come down when you're ready to eat. And then he walks away. That guy so, knows a thing or two about hospitality. I say we hire him to replace Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Did we see what else is in this town? It seemed like a simple village. It looked like there was uh, mostly houses, but there seemed to be one like mercantile shop. Um. One that was kind of an open air. It looked like it might be uh, a bakery or some kind of food stall, but it's really just a generic or the town um, that is has no notable features, nothing out of the ordinary, other than the it's goblins and orcs. And I, I guess I should note in this setting there are like orcs and half orcs that. To, or live in the empire that you come from that are normal, but it's very abnormal, and this is very unheard of to, still. Um, to have like a, a group of goblins like this in a village, like this, so that is un unusual, but not completely out of the realm of possibility for the setting. Is that because they're typically live underground, or because? Like their culture isn't at the technology level where they build cities. Uh, both. Uh, they're more demonized and just killed in the empire a couple hundred years ago. So they're not like. So yeah, it's basically a different. It's a cultural difference mostly. And they're goblins and orcs usually hiding on the the outreaches of civilization. So I guess the biggest thing would probably be cultural difference. They choose to not live like this. So what do you do for the rest of the evening? Uh, I don't think I do. I don't think I do anything. Because uh, we're heading out on this quest tomorrow, right? Uh, is there any way like I can? I can barely spend hear you. I'm trying to find marshmallow. Oh, marshmallow. Yeah. Um, do you ask people about Marshmallow? 100% yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just ask, where's Marshmallow? And they're like, who? What is a Marshmallow? Uh, and then I you ask, do you go to the tavern? Do you go outside? I guess I'll, I would start with Oolog and uh, you know, also kind of like ask if he knows anything about this weird base with portals or anyone that would employ goblins to go through portals and collect slime. Okay. Um, you go back downstairs where Ulog is. Um, you ask him and he's like, uh, that sounds really strange. That sounds like adventurous stuff. I don't know. I have never heard of anything like that. There are a lot of ruins around here, though. We don't usually explore them. Uh, not very adventurous, I guess. But 
over the generations, they have been explored, but I've never heard anything like that, no. And you guys said we're like the first adventures you've seen in a while? Yeah. First humans they've seen in generations. Um, humans, but there are other adventurers? Yeah. They're just not around here. Do you know anyone that would have high magical abilities? Mm. There are places where people use magic, but it's not very common around here. Yeah, I guess I'm just looking for like a high level of magic adventurer, maybe. Do you know if anybody was going around looking for goblins to go into like a mining expedition at all? Hmm? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm not really. We're pretty out of the way here. Yeah, so we don't really deal much with other people. We get the occasional person that comes through. We're in a little bit of a trade route, but don't get very much information out here. Do you do you know anyone who might know more, or do you recognize this goblin? And I give Marshmallow's description. No, not, no, I'm not sure I've seen anyone like that. No, that's not a, it's not the best description. Actually, go ahead and make a roll to see how descriptive you can be. Uh, intelligence check. I got a two. I would yeah, like what he to said is uh, correct. <laughs> I would <laughs> like to draw a stick figure and then <laughs> carry that around town and going, saying, have you seen Marshmallow? And pointing to my <laughs> stick figure. Basically, you're able to give it a description that basically you described what a goblin looks like, but not a distinctive <laughs> goblin. Yeah, yeah. He had green skin. He just, you know, ears were a little bit larger. Pointing to the thing. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's like everyone here, yeah? Yeah. Ulog <laughs> gives you a little weird look. Like, Mm. <laughs> that's fair that's fair well I'm gonna go keep asking random people that are outside at midnight these questions <laughs> okay well it's not that late yet um okay. go ahead and do a, a carousing check I guess in the bar asking around uh, I guess that'd be investigation no um diplomacy um what's the skill in this edition oh my god Persuasion. That's going to be uh, 14. Um, They do note, you do find out that uh, there was a wagon that came through. Uh, and there hasn't been a wagon for a couple of days. Uh, you did find that after the wagon came, a goblin uh, walked through town, but he didn't really stay. He... Went to the mercantile store, and then he came out with a shirt on, and then left the town. That's he did not have a shirt. <laughs> that was a little you weird. Know... People were like, "That's weird," but they didn't really question him. They just left him alone. Is there any like other towns where that cart would be headed to? Well. I mean, there's the next village over, but that's 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 a day, and I, I guess a big city that's probably about four or five days away. I mean, that's the usual trade route, just kind of people going through the villages to collect things and sell them at the market. I'm gonna take that information, go back to the uh, area where my companions are, and then I guess. If there's nothing else we're going to do, I'll, I'll just trance and take a rest. Bro. All right. 
Uh, so did you guys uh, do anything for the rest of the night? Did you go down and eat or anything? Or did you stay in your rooms? Um, I go eat, I actually. Guess I, I guess I will go into the uh, cabin area and just, uh, like, eat, of course. See, see uh, what that scene is like. Alright, um, so you sit down, you guys get your own table, unless you want to sit with uh, a bunch of goblins. Uh, they um, bring you some food, it's very simple, simple like, um, you're not sure what kind of meat it is, but it's red, and it kind of tastes like cow, but don't really know, you assume it's cow, but you didn't see them having any cows in the village? I don't question it. Hmm? I don't question it, I just dig in. Okay. How's it taste? Is it delicious? Yeah, uh, it tastes pretty good. Uh, it's not the worst food you've had. Uh, there's some cheese. There is, if you drink, you can have water, and there is an alcoholic beverage that they say is uh, called squeal, but they don't seem to have, like, ale. Their ale is called squeal. Do you drink any of that? I try some of it. Okay. I'm not gonna have any because I need to be sharp tomorrow. Okay. It tastes like a really bad IPA. The goblins seem to love it though. I politely drink one of it, one cup or whatever of it. Um. Do you guys stay past dinner? Do you guys visit with anyone? I'm just trying to. See how late you stay out. Um, a little bit past dinner. How are the locals acting towards us? Um, they are looking at you and they are talking and whispering. The longer you stay there, the less whispering there is, and the more it goes back to uh, casual looks, but distinctive like barroom chatter. Do they all look like? say farmers that live here and stick around here or does anybody look like they're say traveling merchant or a bard or something like that someone who's been around um no they look mostly like a farmer local village folk that there's nothing distinctive that would say that they're from somewhere else there's no one that appears to be richer than anyone else or anything like that or in distinctive hierarchy so how late do you guys stay out? Probably not that Alright. Probably, probably mingled with a few people just a little bit casually, but that would probably excuse myself to make sure that we're all properly rested for tomorrow's uh, mission. Um, I'm gonna, if I see Ulog not being busy for a little bit, I'm gonna go chat with him, like, ask him what news there is, you know, anything noteworthy being going on here in town or in the area. Just kind of small talk stuff. Okay. And for, what are you doing for the evening, uh, are Yulian? Did, did you? I, I kind of went on my little adventure, and then uh, I had the food, and then I just kind of went to my little trance state for the next four hours. 
Alright, gotcha. Okay, uh, so you kind of chat for a little while with people. Um, they're kind of standoffish. Um, I'm talking to uh, Lance, uh, and you don't, I mean, they're friendly, uh, but they're not overly friendly, I guess is the best way to put it. So they'll do casual conversation and they'll be curious about you, but they don't really pry. I, I tell them about all my exploits and point out all of my committee badges. For a while, people are interested, but then, then people sort of realize that you go on and on and on and they kind of lose uh, uh, concentration on your stories. But they are entertained for a while. I don't notice. I'm just wrapped up in how awesome I am. Um, talking to Ulog, um, Lawrence. The only real news is um <clears throat> is that the Cobalts are causing problem, and, and they're stealing stuff and harassing the village, and they're just they're just a menace. Does his story line up with the mayor's, or do I notice any discrepancies? Um, it it lines up pretty well, except he leaves out anything about people being killed. So I ask him if anyone's been killed on either side of the conflict. No, not that I'm aware of. I mean, they've just been annoying and um there was a scuffle but no one died interesting do you know anyone who's been hurt or, or do you know anyone who who's personally been a victim of it or is it just people in town in general just people in town in general and farmers having their things stolen some some of our herd was taken Interesting. It happens on a weekly basis almost nowadays. It's, they didn't use to cause any problems. Something needs to be done. That mayor is worthless. Pays his bill, though. That's um, why we're here tonight. Really? Why do you think he put us up for the evening? Because it's unusual to have humans, and we haven't seen them for a long time. They are just kind of like a local curiosity. Oh, that's fair. I never thought of it that way. That's about all the information he has about the kobolds. Okay. So unless anyone does anything else at night, uh, you wake up in the morning or come out of a trance, depending on who you are. I'm going to change up my prepared spells, but I'm not doing anything noteworthy beyond that. Okay. So you get up, um, gather your stuff, go downstairs, uh, have breakfast, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, after, when you're eating, the, the mayor comes in, all bright, bushy-eyed, and he goes, So, you're, you're going to go take care of the kobolds? We are here to take care of the kobolds. Most excellent. You ready to go on your adventure? 
to kill the kobolds? Don't... Okay, we're ready to go on the adventure. Let's not be hasty, though. Kill is such a strong word. Uh, we'd, be we'll, we'd be happy to look into this for you and find a solution to your problem. Mm, that, he looks super disappointed. Okay. We're adventurers. We're not murderers. If if these people are completely unreasonable and bloodthirsty and they're a threat to the lives of everyone, then uh, there's not much we can do. Excellent. But You're going to kill them. He throws Cobalt, a, a second these are people. people. These are people. And we're not murderers. If we can find an amicable solution, that would be better for everybody. Bam. There's money on the table. Kill them. Get rid of them. I don't want to see them anymore. They're harassing the town. We will neutralize the problem. What do they have that you want? <laughs> I was gonna say that mine or something. Yeah, yeah. I ask him what what they have that he wants. He shrugs. I don't know what they have. They just keep 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 taking our stuff. I would like uh, <laughs> for probably Gustav to make an insight check. Yeah, go he for seems it. Seems to be the only one that can succeed at that. Uh, I'll roll it anyway. But yeah, yeah. I still got a seven on that. Uh, Sixteen. He uh, seems to be sincere in that he just wants them taken care of because they are harassing the village. So, so he didn't actually mean, like, he's not after something that they have? Not that you were aware of, or that he indicated. Okay. He throws the goal on the table, like, when, you, when are you leaving? Have we already finished breakfast and stuff, or are we still in the middle? You're, at the end, you could probably still eat a little bit more. Uh, I say, as soon as we're we finish a meeting here, we'll head out. Excellent. He uh, cuffs and walks out. There is now a bag of gold on the table. Master Faust, you do you want to handle this like you did the other things you found? Yeah, yeah, I can hold on to it. Yeah, Master Stormshield, by chance. Um, and I slip into Elvin for a sec and I ask him if he can understand me. What? <laughs> unfortunate. What's How unfortunate? much did you make the uh, coin first? Whatever. Um, you count it out and it's about 50 gold. Okay. Like what happened yesterday in front of our good friend Marshmallow. There might come a time where we want to Converse in secret. Oh, uh, well, I, I only speak common. We'll work something out. As we're finished eating, uh, Julian has counted the gold and put it with the stash. Should we just go straight away, or do you think it's worth trying to find someone who's actually dealt with the kobolds directly and gather more information? Might be worth it if we can figure out who was a part of that scuffle that uh, Ulard told us. Guide would be a good idea. So you try to find the person that was in the scuffle? 
Yeah, someone involved in that fight that Ular told us about. Um, he talks about a farm that is just a few minutes out of town, and that's where the scuffle happened. Uh, so you head out that way. Uh, you get to a farm. It's a very simple um, house. Uh, the farm looks to be under trees. Uh, and there's something growing in the farm, but in the farm, it's not a huge farm. It's maybe half an acre. There's a little shed. Uh, no one's out working in the yard. You don't see anyone. So maybe they're in the house. What kind of animals can I see around in the area? You hear birds. Nothing exotic that you're aware of. Um, perhaps you see a squirrel. Uh, there's no distinct, unusual animals that you see. If you give me 10 minutes, I can talk to one of the birds or the squirrels. Um, or do we want to go up to the front door and knock and bother whoever, anyone who might be inside the farmhouse? If you want to take the, the, the animal path, I think Lance and I can handle talking to the, uh, the residents. Okay. All right, Josh. So I'm going to start ritual casting, speak with animals. Gotcha. And then I'm going to um, hand out a little bit of rations so like, if I can get one of the squirrels or the birds to come talk to me and All ask right. them if they saw anything. All right. I'll deal with the other two talking with the goblin first since it takes 10 sure, minutes. Sure, that's fine. Uh, you walk up to the house. Uh, it's built for a goblin. It doesn't really like... So it is goblin size, so it is kind of a tiny house. Compared to your sizes. Sure. I don't think I should go in. <laughs> so, uh, you knock. Uh, a couple seconds later, a uh, goblin answers the door. His arm's in a sling. He has a, a crutch, a crude crutch, and his uh, seems to not be... He seems to be favoring his right leg, and his left leg seems to be bandaged. Mm-hmm. He looks up. His eyes go wide. I heard there are humans that I've never seen. What are you? He points over at um, Julian. Your ears are different. You're shorter. He seems to just be in awe. That's a natural response. Uh, I'm a very interesting specimen. But uh, we're actually here to ask you uh, some questions. It seems like that from events recently, you don't look like you're in quite the shape you used to be. Nah, filthy kobolds who spits on the ground. Taking my food. I had to put up a fight. I wasn't going to let them just run over my farm and not have consequences. So, well, we're here to help, and we were hoping that we could have a guide who could uh, take us to their encampments. Uh, but clearly it looks like you're in no condition to travel. Not really, no. I can't even farm. They beat me up good. What did they, uh, like, what are your, the extents of your injuries? Like, did they stab you, or, or did they just bruise you, break a bone? And I broke my arm, and my knees all messed up. Beat me down. How, how many of them were there? There are ten. Ten huge kobolds. They were huge. 
Go go ahead and roll a insight check. Uh, twenty total. Four. <laughs> oh, he's lying off his ass. He's exaggerating a huge time. There is no getting around that. It's obvious. There were not ten cobalts, and they were not huge. He's lying. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, it's. Do you know if they were were they here to attack you, or are you defending them from taking your crops? Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, I caught them in my barn. They're taking my my seeds, but without my seeds, I can't plant my farm. Without my farm, I'm not, I have no way to live. <sighs> Treacherous kobolds. Treacherous, I tell you. Treacherous indeed. Wait, we must go and slay them immediately. He looks, he gasps, yes, kill them all. They're filthy. They don't deserve to live. He seems to be gung-ho about the whole killing thing. It's a good thing I left room for another badge on my on my vestments here. I don't know if you noticed all my badges. Very shiny. I thank you. I, I think I have room for a cobalt slaying badge. You should go earn that. Indeed. Oh. Remember, I, I 100% believe this guy. My insight is shit. He rolled one. You don't believe him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not about the numbers, uh, anyways. Okay. Oh, I think I misheard earlier. Oh, no, sorry. Like, everyone was like, he's lying out his ass. You guys know he was lying about <laughs> there being ten big kobolds. Can I do, like, a performance check to, like, try and walk past Lance and then accidentally trip on him and try and knock the kobold over? I mean, I mean, not the kobold, the goblin. Uh, yeah. And making it look like an accident. Yeah, yeah, like, I just, yeah, you know, okay. was trying to catch myself and uh, accidentally knocked him over, and I got a 17 for that. Uh, he buys it, and you knock into the kobold, and the kobold gets locked down, and he winches in pain. Hey, oh. careful now! Oh, I'm terribly sorry. And I, like, look at Lance if he tries to, like, help him up. Like, this look of don't do it. I I pick up on that. He tries to stand up, and he's able to manage it eventually. But if you're trying to determine if his wounds are yeah, actual yeah, wounds, they are, there are wounds. It looks like he can't really put too much weight on his left leg. And his right arm, well, works. It does look like it's, you know, injured. Okay. Yeah, that was the whole purpose of that. Um... Okay. <laughs> so something happened to him. It just might not have been ten kobolds. Ten yeah. huge kobolds. They're getting bigger. Yeah. Kobolds aren't that big. Sorry, I'm such a klutz. Oh. He looks Where... annoyed, but he says okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Here, have have like five silver pieces. This should, this should, you know. He looks pretty excited. As... Anyway, uh, you said the attack happened in your barn. Is it okay if we have a look in there? Uh, I guess. Sure. You'll apologize, or you'll forgive me for not showing you. I wanted to sit down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't mind at all. Okay. He uh 
Unless you guys continue talking with me, unless you walk towards the barn, he closes the door behind him. Sure. So, you get to the barn. Uh, it's hard to call it a barn. It's more of a shed um, by your standards. Uh, there are some crates in there. There's basically crates, tools, uh, nothing. They're kind of crude tools. They're well used. Ground has, like, um, hay and dirt on the ground. So, here's a question. Why, if these... Why would kobolds who are trying to rob you leave you alive? They like injure you, but leave you alive if they're apparently the kind. If they're apparently the kinds of creatures who would kill a messenger on sight. Well, I fought them off. Uh, you, you fought off ten huge kobolds. Well, not very well. They still took my stuff, but I kept a lot of them busy. You can roll a a check, insight check. He seems to be telling the truth. To his recollection. So do you look for anything specific while you're in the little shed? Yeah, while I'm at the at the shed, I'm looking for uh, any signs of this fight that broke out. If there's any broken crates. Um, if there's, like, I don't know, any weapon marks, like, in the walls or, or like, in the like, support beam. And I'm also trying to see, like, if the tracks, like... I don't know if kobolds have like you know like more pointed feet. If there's anything to suggest those over goblins, go ahead and uh, roll insight investigation. Sorry, not insight. That's gonna be a natural one, so I don't. No, you don't see it's not good <laughs> specific signs of struggle. But on the other hand, it was uh, it sounded like the it was at least a week away, long or okay. so. You you just don't see tracks because you think it's been too long. Yeah. Anything else in the barn? Very big oof. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm still digging around as far as like obvious things, like what is in here that could have been stolen or seen as valuable. Uh, let's see. You look in the crates. Uh, <clears throat> there are um some seeds uh, in one. Uh, there is uh, some like dehydrated uh, vegetables and some others. Um, but. It so looks like there's a lot of uh, missing room for mixing boxes and stuff. So it so looks like, like maybe just a lot of food. Yeah, it looked like it'd be like food or seeds for the next season, stuff like that was stored in here. But there's definitely room for stuff that could have been stolen. But there's still some stuff there. As far as like the farm itself, is it like it's like a rough estimate for how much it should be like producing? Um, probably enough for five households for a year. Does it, like, match the inventory? Like, even, like, when you think about, like, stuff was stolen, like, you know, does it match up, like, he could have had a lot more than what he had, besides just space, but, like, what he could produce? Um, it seems like he would have, if it's going to produce as much as they think he, you, he could produce, it looks like there should still be more stuff here. It doesn't seem like there's enough to ac accurately reseed his farm based okay. off the seeds. Okay. And since I can't seem to investigate much other of the hidden stuff, I can tell Lance if he wants to take a look, and otherwise I'll go back to uh, Lawrence and wait for him to finish his spell. Okay. 
Was there anything else you wanted to do, Lance? Not that I can think of at the moment. Okay. So it's been about 10 minutes. You can cast your spell now, um, Lawrence. Okay. You're able to get a squirrel with your uh, food. Hi there, little one. Um, so a few days ago, uh, the farmer that lives here was beat up by some people. Uh, did you see that happen? The seed man? Yeah? Yes. There, there uh, are some people that look different than him that were here. Yeah. Hey, Josh. In this world, are kobolds lizard people or dog people? Because there's been a couple different versions in D&D's past. I'm just going to go with the dragonkin lizard-looking ones. Okay. I describe that, and I ask uh, the squirrel if that's what they looked like. Mm-hmm. They were... Uh, he looks at his paws, and he pull, puts up a paw really cutely. This many. It's very adorable. How many it, is it, that? That's five. I think, yeah, they have five, I think. Uh, what were they doing? Uh, they went to the smaller house, and there was, like, the seed man didn't like it, and there was some yelling, and, and I don't know, it's kind of scary. And, and then there was, they, like, fought, and then a bunch of them took boxes and or took the seed housings and, and, and left. And, and then he and Seed Man kind of just kind of crawled back into his house. Did Seed Man have anyone else with him that looked like him? No. This was really dark out. Hmm. You don't happen to understand big people talk, do you? Except for me, obviously. Never paid much attention. That's fair. Thanks for the food. Oh, you're welcome. You've been very helpful, friend. Yeah, nuts better. Do you have any nuts? I'll see if I... Do I have nuts in amongst my trail rations? Yeah. I give him some nuts. He takes some nuts, eats some nuts, puts some nuts in his mouth. If you have any other questions for him while he's eating his nuts. I can't think of any. Okay. So um, he eats his nuts and uh, goes away, and you guys meet back up. So he's clearly lying about the number of kobolds, and he's actually very clearly injured. And from what I can tell, there is missing inventory. Right. Um. There's something sketchy going on. I wouldn't be surprised if the goblins like attacked first and this is retaliation yeah. uh, or maybe there's a third party threat yeah. I mean they took food so I don't know if that has anything to do with it you know maybe they like attacked a supply source and this is what they had to do but yeah the, but definitely there is aggression on both sides then yeah so what's your next step I'd say go uh find the goblin lair and do recon on it. You mean the kobold? The kobold lair, I mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need to talk to them, get their side before we start murdering. 
All right, so you head out. Uh, make a uh, uh, survival check. Everyone that everyone that's that going, so all three of you, make a survival check. It's to follow the uh, the directions he gave you. Eight. Uh, I rolled a thirteen. All right, <clears throat> uh, that's good enough. Um, it's pretty. Um, easy to follow based on what they said. It was a little harder to to find the place than you um, expected, so it took longer. It took half a day instead of just a couple hours. So it's like early afternoon. Uh, and what you see is a large ruin complex. Uh, it has one major building and a bunch of ruined outbuildings. And the front to the ruined building that is bigger and intact um, has a wall around it, and there is an entrance, but that's all you see from a um, scouting from a distance until you actually go into the ruins. Um, I want to send my owl ahead uh, to do a flyover and see what she can spot. Okay, I uh, fly over. See the ruins I was talking about. There's really only one building that's still intact, which is the, the larger one. Um, it ha it's ornate. It has uh, statues and stuff like that. Any signs of kobolds? Nope. The area in front of the building, uh, and in the I guess it's kind of a courtyard in front of the, the the door. It does look well used. This is amongst trees, by the way. I forgot to mention that there. The forest has kind of grown up around these ruins. What's your next move? Oh, I was going to suggest that uh, Yulian see if he can scout ahead without being seen before we all just barge in there. Best time to do that would be the dark time, but... So you want to, like, um, see if we can make a hidden camp and then wait till nightfall? Yeah, it would give me time to create my cartographer maps and stuff, too, that we've already explored for our other purposes. Okay, uh, so that's how we're going to end it. Um, you make a camp, and you for the rest of the day, off in the distance, so you're not near the ruins, I'm guessing. And next month, you will um, see if there are any kobolds in the ruins. <laughs>